The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's only me. Oh, we got the new red scarf action here. I said, uh, we'll, we'll talk with the whole essay. It's only me. It's only me, Kimmer. Uh, the Kimmer Show podcast with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports rack. Arsenal. Uh, Go Gunners. Arsenal. And that, uh, what now? A gunner? Now, what's, what's the gunner? The gunner is the cannon. That's their thing. Arsenal. Arsenal. Oh, of course. That's a uh, soccer team of some yeah, kind. Yes, I don't. I don't have any World Cup soccer stuff, so I thought I'd wear the Arsenal. Oh well. So you, you do you watch soccer? Uh, World yeah. Cup, do you? The World Cup is World, fun. Yeah, World yeah. Cup is always I fun mean, to watch. I, my favorite part is when they go for ninety minutes and nobody scores, and then they're cheering. But and, this you know, is and they, pressure. And they riot, and then they this, this start shooting the N word and throwing Bowl. bananas at the black guys, and then have a riot. That's in your eyes. So that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's this uh, makes the Super Bowl look like a high school game. Yeah, this is yeah. pressure of an entire planet watching you up oh wow on television <laughs> uh, and pre- the pressure is enormous oh I, it's just well, hey, like the like Columbia guy they killed him yeah he scored the own goal in 84 against the US a week later yeah. he was 94 yeah. And, yeah. and he was dead and they shot him five days later well there you are. I guess we should start watching <laughs> <laughs> I'm you. I, I, I mean, I'm happy for well, people. it's the biggest sport in the world. I know, I know. I, and again, I'm, 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 I'm in the minority. I'm wrong in every possible way. I wouldn't watch soccer <laughs> if you paid me four dollars a minute fart. to watch. I watch for twelve minutes just and then go get a hamburger. I mean, honestly, I just, there's well, no God, just running, kicking. Oh, they're kicking. Oh, let's slide on our knees. Yay! Take off our shirt. Yay! <laughs> yes, there's a lot wrong with it. Uh, do you hear the Ecuadorians? Gosh. Ecuadorians, yeah. what did they do? Queremos cerveza. Queremos cerveza. It's like we want beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, over in Iraq Bounce or wherever they are. We're in Saudi Arabia, Qatar. Yes, yeah. The cutter. But it's, it's only beer. Cutter. You can still get alcohol. You can get liquor drinks and can't wine. You get it outside the stadium I or something? So. Or? No, no, I, I'm some, not sure, but you I just can't get could, beer in the stadium. I you can't get could, beer blowjobs in the stadium. Yeah, I thought you could get it out at some special venue. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So that, I suppose they're going to riot over that, I'm guessing. Oh, I read. Is that the Iranians refuse to sing their own national anthem did i hear that i don't know was that right and, and the so English, they're all going to be assassinated when they go home i assume the dutch are all going to wear armbands with one love thing they're all wear armbands and they say okay you wear the armbands but we're going to give you your captains a yellow card and they said hmm, Ooh. we like we that's love one step from being thrown out right yeah we we love human rights but not enough to get our captain thrown out well so why they, would they throw out a captain for having an armband because they have decorated it's not supposed to do po- politics no. of any type and what, what was the political thing i didn't hear one that. love where we what is that? for human rights oh, and geez. england was going to take a knee now? again oh they're going to take a knee again oh, what the hell God are they still sake. taking a knee you again know, i don't what's wrong with everybody i mean so really Screw everybody have you heard any oh okay all right well, anyway, uh, hi, and uh, Flounder, the mechanical mangler. We haven't even said hi to Flounder yet, for goodness sakes, at our El Condo Flounder. And we are Facebooking and uh, YouTubing. Yes, sir. Um, 
Uh, and it's Thanksgiving week. It's Monday, and we'll be doing uh, we'll be talking about that and some shopping things and uh, a couple of updates. Also, some personal stuff. We have new. We have a lot of newsy topics. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, let's see. Um, oh, the gay nightclub shooting. Also, the Idaho University of Idaho. That is the strangest case mm-hmm. I've heard about in year. I mean, that's like the Patsy Ram, a little the little girl, the JonBenet Ramsey case that it just doesn't make sense. I'm at the point now. Second. Floor Floor, third floor, two others sleeping. Nobody yeah. heard anything. I'm not paying attention to any more of these stories. I don't care who shoots who or who stabs who. <laughs> I, I'm tired of it. I, I don't care anymore. Oh, and it's the usual. Uh, half the nation says you got to take away the guns. The other half says no, we got to keep the guns. Oh, it's the same shit that. over and over and over yeah. and over again. I'm I, tired of it. Shoot I just, each other. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Well, there you are. Uh, anyway, uh, also, uh, Matt Walsh is getting creamed, a uh, well-known conservative uh, columnist and commentator, uh, about the nightclub shooting. We'll talk about that. Also, tweets and memes and, uh, and, and Elon Musk and CBS and the New York Times. We'll talk about that. Isn't it funny that every time <laughs> it, it, they think it's a white guy's done something, we knew immediately it's a hate crime. Yeah. But if it's a, a, a Muslim-looking guy, yeah. we uh, just don't jump to any conclusions I, I, uh, here. Let's let, let the facts happen first. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about um, all kinds of good stuff, I mean, newsy stuff. The Forsyth County judge ruled that they have to allow uh, some kind, of, some kinds of bad language, including profanity at school board meetings, which is what the cat got my thing again. He's made a cave of your coat. <laughs> oh, he's totally he is inside. so far inside that <laughs> coat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, barely, I just need one ear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, also, a feature story. I, I don't know I, I either. if I knew this, I had forgotten it. Did you know that Jerry Lee Lewis, who just recently passed away, not long ago, Jerry Lewis, who died, the 13-year-old cousin he married, Myra, is still alive and lives here in Atlanta and is a real estate agent? No, she doesn't. Huh? She's not 13 anymore. Oh, she's not 13 anymore? You idiot. Uh, someone, someone sent that to me two weeks ago. And I, I apologize because I kept saying I was going to mention it, and I kept forgetting it every single well, time. Well, I've got, I've got a little story about an update on her, which I think is pretty interesting. It might be just for kicks. We uh, should have her he, in. What's that? We should have her I'd in. I'd love to have her in. Um, also, um, Bob Dylan in the news, and I have uh, some history on him uh, concerning his, uh, a link to his former high school girlfriend. We'll talk about that and some uh, and some communications of so uh, stuff like that. Also, holy crap! It's sports uh, today's Monday. Uh, uh, later on today, I'm guessing. Already did it. Already. Oh my God, man! Well, uh, big weekend in sports. Uh, you want to do a couple of clues? Uh, holy crap! It's sports. Best podcast. The Falcons won. Falcons winning it, and it was uh, once again. You know, was it cool? What's this guy's name? This uh, cool, cool. Uh, you got a lot. Oh, speaking of that, I was going to mention this later. I'll mention it right now. Um, I didn't. I, do, I didn't watch a lot of football over the weekend, but a, a pro football. What I do, watch highlights. But I noticed more than once. All of a sudden, now, two things really amaze me: field goal kickers are kicking it so freaking far. I, I saw a 57-yarder, and it was still climbing when I it know. went through the goalposts. It was. The guy hit 260. Who was they hit two in a row, 260 yarders, because they made him do it again. He did it again. But everybody's, I mean, I guess they're, I guess they've now decided, I, I, and when did this happen? Like, uh, I mean, remember, what, what uh, Lou Groza did the one thing the with a half a foot uh, stuff. But, uh, he wasn't half foot. No. Well, Tom no, Dempsey. Was he, uh, the New Orleans Saints guy uh, with a half foot kicked the 62-yarder or whatever. 
yes. remember. I, I saw that. But 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 again, that was that was one incident a long time ago. But lately, all the last several years, fifty-yard field goals are nothing. I mean, they, and no, they're still climbing. So so clearly, something happened. I can you know, kick fifty six or eight or ten years ago, where they said we better start getting guys. You know, guys who really who do this for a living instead of an afterthought. Pete anyway, go go lack. Yeah, yeah. yeah the first. And, and the barefoot kickers and the guy from Philadelphia had the I called him Christmas toe. Tony Franklin. Might have been, yeah, I think it was Tony Franklin. They called him Christmas Toe because his toe was all bright red from kicking barefoot. Idiot. <laughs> idiot. He was from Texas a In the winter in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's an idiot. By the way, anyway, but the other thing is, what amazes me is they can kick at 70 yards and still climbing, and they miss so many extra points. I, I, I saw, again, over the week, I couldn't believe it. How could you miss a 12-yarder? No, it's 30-something now. It's, it's longer. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I just I just remarked about it. But again, the, the I mean, the, 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 I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's still climbing. Anyway, I, I thought it was pretty remarkable. Um, let's see. Uh, weekend stuff. Flounder, any uh, weekend activities of interest or uh, fantasticness? No, it was pretty boring. Sat around here and didn't do much and enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, that, even even better. And we got now Thanksgiving week. We'll talk about our plans here in a moment. Mm-hmm. But first, uh, Pete, how about your weekend? I a lot of football, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was a lot of football. I mean, I'm almost to the point now. I'm kind of I'm, t- I'm ready for it. this to be the last Saturday coming up. Yeah. Because uh, I'm ready to get out and start like yeah. taking some drives yeah. and getting out yeah. of the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, other than the uh, Falcons win, uh, and they had the re- the uh, kick returner set a NFL record. Yeah. More nine. touchdown returns than anybody ever in history, which is yeah. unbelievable. Uh, and I and, and I feel embarrassed because I didn't know anything about the guy. Cordell I Patterson? Mean, I, know, I know the name. I mean, I've heard his name, but I don't, you know, it's not like I've ever even heard anybody talking about it. Anyway, there was no, you know, I, I, I well, said, you know, one more time and he'll set the, you know, no one ever heard of anything. He's eating the flowers. I'm just wondering if that's a oh, good he's thing. Lick, he's licking the vase. Aren't no, he's eating it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, kitty cat. Um, so he's eating my scarf. Your your jacket. Yeah. Now the flowers. He's oh, having a good morning. Right. Yeah, anyway, oh wait, now see, I'll give you your sports section. I was going to do this later. Um, let's see, Miss Thing. Uh, your Pete poll was out. It was. I, I saw a lot of reaction to that. Give you want to give the top five or six or eight or ten or whatever. It didn't change except number five. Uh, we still have Georgia. I have Michigan. They have Ohio State. Georgia, Michigan. Ohio State and uh, TCU. TCU, but now I have Southern Cal, and so does either AP or the coaches poll. They both because the only poll that matters is tomorrow night, right? Of course, but they got Southern Cal number five now. That's so. that's kind of surprising. Now, and how about the Tennessee quarter? Is a quarterback's out gone? Yeah, right? He's, oh he's man, well, there goes Tennessee, and there goes yeah. his Heisman. Yep. Although, although, well, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. But and it, and I get it was a, a it was at the turf. I mean, he went down on his own. I he think did, they have grass. Cut. Don't they have grass in Columbia? I think they have a natural grass. I thought they did. I there. don't remember, but I, uh, but but he went down on his own. He did, he made a cut and boom. That was a ball game. <laughs> Uh, he's trying to. Cat's trying to get in your side. Your he's, speaker he's system. He's opening the. Yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to get in the hole of it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna Open work. The foul cabinet. Um, uh, and uh, I noticed that uh, magnificent angel Michaela Schifrin has won oh, another international you, skiing event over in some place. Did you see what she was Jesus, wearing? No, I, I can't. Well, I oh can't. no, I'm thinking about the the gymnast Michaela. Oh, that, that one too. Sheesh. Oh my God! Oh, she's wearing some There's stuff two, now. Yeah. That, oh no, my Michaela Schiffer, the ski girl, the skier, yeah. who's got. I mean, she won another thing, and I'm, you know, Michaela Schiffer may be the skier, may be, and the other Michaela gymnast girl, uh, the hottest gymnast or the hottest athlete, female athletes like Anna Kornikova, hot. Well, know, of I mean, course she won. Oh, it wasn't God. the Olympics. Yeah, good point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're only teasing. Your man's teasing. Um, okay, now let's. Oh, we got so many things. Uh, oh, by the way, congratulations yeah. to our listener, Strick. Yeah. 
He says, I'm proud to announce I just asked my future ex-wife number three to marry me. <laughs> so, poor bastard. Well, where's ex-wife number two? I, we're both available. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Want somebody else's exes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got enough of her own. A little too late to start fresh. <laughs> Floating around. <laughs> yeah, I want to get a girl who's never been married or dated. Yeah. <laughs> At this age. Yeah, right. Starting, oh, my God. Now. What, did she just wake up she from a coma? She nunnery four yeah. years ago. Just, 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 <laughs> She, she She's re- 82. <laughs> she turned down her sister w- Mary Marie. Her vows. She's reneged on her vows. And they kicked her out for wonk wonking with a pen. And she's ready to party. <laughs> she wants to get hammered. <laughs> she's going to make up. Yeah, she goes into a bar, orders a carafe of your finest whiskey. <laughs> no, no, sister. <laughs> Drink at a time, honey. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know where I am. Um, um, but uh, I was doing a thing. Oh, um, oh, all right. Are we ready? We have a camera ready? Oh, God. Are you going to walk around with a microphone or are you just going to no talk microphone. to nobody? Have a camera if you would follow. Uh, he's getting up. My, uh, I went shopping. He I, went do, sh- I did some shopping over the weekend. We'll talk about shopping after I get back to sit oh, down. And Lord. I found a pair of jeans. They're, they're not, and I hope they're not mom jeans. You'll have to tell me. $29. Wrangler 3432s, and by the way, apparently everybody in America wears 3432. I got the last two pair in the whole county. They're not mom jeans. Anyway, okay, they're not mom. They're no, gay I, I jeans. Walk so you can see these are my new jeans. No one can hear you. No one can hear you. This is bad, bad podcasting right here. You saw enough, right? Okay. Now I actually did get one comment from a woman, lady. Who said when I, she was is following us on the podcast, and I mentioned the fact I hate buying jeans, and I have suffered from the medical condition of no acetol, uh, and so and I got a comment from a, a, a very nice lady who said, well, actually, uh, your butt looked pretty good uh, last week about the so and so. Anyway, so these are my new jeans, and I'm very happy. And a word of advice: it's getting crowded. The shoppers are out. Um, and in fact, we're, uh, and so is traffic coming down 400. I'm not going through town anymore for a while, at least because it's just uh, the construction and I just can't afford any more flat tires. Um, uh, uh, but uh, going down 400 was, it was the most crowded I've, I've seen it in weeks or months for some reason today. I don't know why, I guess people are getting ready to, I don't know, but it was mobbed, um, parking lots. And again, be careful. Here we go. Some of the, some of the most troublesome things happen in parking lots <laughs> little teeny fender benders so you break a tear or something all of a sudden there goes your afternoon you know and then insurance co- i mean please be careful in parking lots it's 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 i mean it's just it'll ruin your day for a stupid yeah. something wayne no offense has weighed in <laughs> oh has he did you get a free bowl of soup with this? Jeez. Oh, nice! No, I knew that. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> For twenty-nine dollars, I'll take. Them. Now, is that at Nordstrom's rack? What's that? Did you get those at Nordstrom's rack? No, I, I actually got them up at, at a. Uh, it turned out to be an, an outlet mall. Um, oh, the one at four hundred. Uh, actually, a different one over in Woodstock or something. But uh, <laughs> in fact, I had a very interesting experience. I was in a store. I was. Uh, doing a couple of things shopping and I went into this one store and uh, the lady met me and I said you've got something for me she said okay boom boom she says okay just get in line we'll take care of you okay so I get in line there's f- five people in line and 
uh, it was very slow going because a lot of people are getting more than one item at this particular store. And I happened to mention, I, I, I said, uh, gee, you'd think they're, you know, they'd, they'd realize their uh, Thanksgiving shopping week that they, you know, be prepared for this. And I wasn't being nasty. They were just, you know, kept falling about it. So I'm standing there. All, all of a sudden, uh, like one or two people going, it's taking forever because they got a lot of things to check out. And so the lady in front of me, uh, I don't know how old she was, but she was completely covered up. She was, I don't know whether she was a Arabian or Indian or, but she was totally covered except for what her. What color was it? Uh, it, it looked, it was kind of a silk thing. What color was it? I don't know. It was multicolored, I think. I don't think it wasn't all solid black. I've never had anyone answer silk when I asked what color. Well, I, I don't know. I, mean, it, I think it was. Mul- I think. I think it was like a scarf, but it was all over her total face. Because that's more Hindu. Or, it might have been Hindu. It could have been um, Hindu or. Indian. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Pakistan. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I, she, it wasn't all black like a you know uh, the uh, in Pakistan, but it was. She was clearly totally covered, um, and she's in, you know in front of me, and, and so then one lady finally gets done, and there's like two more people in front of her, and then me, and so forth. Then she says, she says, she said, oh, you go. Ahead, you only have one thing, and and I said no, no. I said no, no, no. I no, I can't. No, please go. That's right. She says, and she insisted. She said no, no, no. But uh, you know, and she forced me to go in front of her. And 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 and, and uh, some lady the other day at the grocery store. God, do I look that old? I, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, wait a minute. But I'm wearing a hat. I mean, I was wearing a hat and my you know no, Sahib, my you go. leather jacket on. So I looked, you know, I look a grown up. But I did, I can think if anyway. And she no no you. And she kind of forced me to go ahead of her. <laughs> and and we we got done. Uh, uh, <laughs> when I got done, then she went up to the next counter and I went over and specifically said thank you and tipped my cap to her. You know, it was very very polite to her for what she did but there's the other twice now in the last week i swear i'm not making this up i'll get to a, a, a going into Publix, and i'm ready to go to the door and there's a lady coming up like this to, to my side and i'll stop and, and you know going she's oh no you go ahead i said no i said my mother would would spank me if i did you know you you you're the girl you have to you know <laughs> but it's like all of a sudden people are saying no no you go ahead do i look like a decrepit old man hey, hey you know how you can tell the difference you no know, if you're young and you you fall down in public, people laugh. <laughs> if, if you're, you're old, old you fall old. down in public, they rush to your aid. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. So next time oh you're in public, take, a, take a, a, a toss and see what happens. Jesus, what a freaking day. Anyway, I thought, I thought that, was, uh, that was very sweet of her. She was very, very By the nice. way, in some faith, a man tipping his cap to a woman is the ultimate insult, so, so you never know what <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's hard to believe. Uh, but by the way, and for the record, with way no offense making fun of my uh, my <laughs> fanny, uh, just for the record, I don't know whether my daughter Jennifer's watching. Sometimes she'll tune into the podcast if she gets a little alert or something. See, maybe I love you, sweetie, and happy Thanksgiving in advance. Uh, but And I hope this is not too embarrassing, but uh, in my own defense... Uh, back in my younger days, uh, after when I was, well, I don't know I'm still married now, but anyway, my daughter Jennifer would tell me uh, when I was, I guess, probably 35 years old or something, that her girlfriends uh, would uh, admire me in the, in the mall, walking with, they'd spot me and would kind of follow her daddy in the mall because they thought I was cute and had a cute butt or something. So just for no. the record. Well, uh, <laughs> Those <days>. about that, <laughs> uh, let's see, Strick says, his hair isn't the only thing he's losing. His butt has left the chat. <laughs> it's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. And Coco wants to know, geez, Flounder, where's your snooze button or sneeze button? 
Did, what, I did you sneeze? sneeze again? I guess. Did you sneeze? I don't think I've sneezed no. yet. Boy, people are getting very critical here this time <laughs> Thanksgiving season. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, a couple things. Um, oh, uh, again, th- I went to the uh, post office, uh, uh, Kimmer Media, post office box 1432, 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 3000. Nine, uh, and I went in the last couple of days, and I got in a very nice note yesterday, and picked it up, and uh, a very nice Thank little you. check, and uh, went through the uh, 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 our Wells Fargo, a place near not far from where I live, and of course there's no drive-through open, so I go into the bank. There are three people in line, and I, I actually I, I'm, I'm third in line, and, um, and 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 there was only one girl behind the counter, woman, <coughs> and girl. one guy in one of the back rooms. That's it. Two people in the place. Yeah. And, and, and three customers. And then another two more came in behind me. And it took forever. Uh, and I, oh, I hate this. The lady in front of me, she had like nine different transactions. And every time she'd do a transaction, the, the, clerk, the teller would turn to the machine on the right. And it was one of those counting machines or something. And I'm going, oh, God, here we go again. And everybody going, oh, I'm never going to get out of here. And it was the same thing with the person in front of me. I'd finally get to the thing. And I said, I said, I said what days of the week do you normally not have drive-through service. She said, oh, she said, well, we, we don't have any more. But you don't have any, you don't, you know, well, she said, no, we're not, we, we don't have any more drive-through because, you know, we don't have the people and right. uh, it's, va- <laughs> it's vacation, you want to take vacation. I said, I said, I, so, and you're the, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. That no one will work. It's I not their fault. I know. I, I wasn't blaming her. I'm just saying. And I turned. There were two old guys behind me. Uh, you know, not maybe my age, but older. You know, old guys. And I turned. I said. I said. This isn't this backwards. I said. Have you ever? I said. What's going on here? I've never even heard of such a thing. Anyway, uh, just you know, <laughs> sign you, of the times. And you know, those both those guys thinking. I'm not old. <laughs> I'm not He's old. old. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, there, dorkwad. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I couldn't. And she said, Hey, everybody wants to take off for the holiday. I said, well, what about us? Anyway. <laughs> what about me? I guess we know. Kim Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mercy. Anyway, uh, oh, oh, I got some magazines for you. I got, uh, now, I don't know. We're still getting uh, uh, notices that my New Yorker subscription expired, but we're still getting two copies. So I don't <laughs> so, and, and I, If so you I cancel it, we'll get three. I know. And so I brought, I don't know whether you get these also, because I keep bringing, when I get double copies, so Good you Lord. may have already seen one of those. And another Vanity yeah, Fair. Yeah, I've seen this one. Okay. Uh, well, maybe Flounder wants it. And uh, this is a Vanity Fair with Margot Robbie on the cover. In fact, yes. I've, I haven't, oh God. I think I threw away the one with the Bob Dylan article in it, damn it. No, no. Oh, it may well, be, that may be that it. One. That may be it. Yeah. That may be it. And if, uh, I may have it at home if, uh, if I haven't thrown it away. In fact, I'll be, I guarantee I have it at home. I'll try to, I, I'll try to remember. No, no, but I, I, you know, no, well, I put them, well, when I read, whatever I read, I put in a box. You know, every, I have a big bo- a cardboard box, and when I get done with the newspapers and all the magazines, I put them in the box, and then every Tuesday night, I take them down to the garage and put them in the barrel to be picked up Wednesday morning. Is that it? Got it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, good. Anyway, and here's the Vanity Fair. Uh, they're uh, attacking Ivanka, Tr- Ivana Trump um, and various things, but again, it's... <laughs> Vanity Fair. We have a special uh, special treat for you here. You have a special treat for me? We almost forgot, but... 
We uh, cannot forget. How is it possible that it's That's a, a good-looking woman, by the way. Mar- Margot Robbie is a good-looking woman. But she's definitely an attractive woman. No, oh, a handsome yeah. woman, I would say. Yeah. No question about it. I usually don't like them if they don't have anything up top. But she, her face oh, I don't is care about that. Gorgeous. I'm a leg man. She's a leg man. It's we got it? Yes, sir. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Here, loud and proud. Sang the national anthem to this. <laughs> oh, say can, can you see by the dawn's early light? And you can do it. <laughs> but so proudly we hail bear the sun. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great size, you know. It's a, it's a, and he's a, still alive and still performing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guarantee that's what they want him to play every time he shows up. He's got to be. What is that? Man. Sundown. Oh, they would throw rocks at him if he didn't play that one. He's got a few songs. He's got a few. <laughs> uh, he, he once said, so I heard an interview with him about five years ago where he basically pretty much said the Beatles got help writing all their songs. And it wasn't George Martin he was talking about. What about him? No, he was Who? just saying that there are other people that help the Beatles write their songs. And they what? They secretly <laughs> wouldn't p- uh, p- bring them in on it to right. for money? Or, oh, my God. Well, why wouldn't those people complain, though, unless they got paid off? See, was that, was that, was that the Beatles or was that Brian Epstein? Oh, that was Beatles. Well, because if they were really the making No one said a word about it. The interview didn't. If I'm interviewing, I'm going, oh, what? Uh, excuse what? me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> All right, name me three guys. What are you talking about there? Well, it must have been. You know, although, if they made a deal and said, you know, keep my name out of it, but I'll give you, a, you know, here's 10 grand or whatever. I mean, we all knew that George Martin helped in a lot of stuff, played the piano, did a lot of stuff. There's Billy Preston that came in, Clapton. But he was talking about people came in and helped him write the song. I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> well, hey, I don't like me. Uh, we heard, uh, and I got to hope I got a couple of thank you things. We got a lot of, God, we got so much stuff here to do. Uh, a quick thing, uh, President Stupid Showers with Daughter apparently has uh, pardoned the two turkeys, uh, Pervert and Sniffer, uh, for the Thanksgiving holidays. So I thought I'd just pass it along for you. Uh, a couple of thank you notes. Uh, again, I went to the bank to put a nice little check in here. We got a very nice note from Jerry. Uh, who says, I miss the radio shows. Uh, the only station I pick up here is You Know Who, and I can't tolerate that Von Scully did that beating <laughs> bomb. Anyway, um, uh, whatever happened to Brett the truck driver, uh, fresh from the hood, nope. flush the lines. He said, you can still do Johnny Midnight. I've, I got to do a Johnny Midnight. Sure you do. I got to do a Johnny Midnight. Sure I do. You know, you could do an Olympic for thing for the World Cup. You could do I it. could do that too. Uh, wish you had a more stable schedule, but I understand Flounder has responsibilities to his real job. Enjoy the shows. By the way, you should sue Bosley. <laughs> 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 no offense. Uh, with a big laugh. Uh, and he said, who did Red Neckerson? Remember Red? You yeah, know, remember Red uh, Neckerson? And I'll tell you who Quixie. did Red, Red, Red Neckerson. Um, was Quixie. no, it was on QXI and then also WSB. Now, why the hell didn't I write this down? I swear to God, I can't believe his name is Jerry uh, Corey or no Gary Corey, I believe it is. I can't believe I didn't write that down. Um, it's uh, his last name is Corey, C O R R Y, and he died, I think, in 2010. I swear to God, I wrote this down, and I don't know why I can't uh, find it. Else? Anyway, um, so thank you, uh, Jerry, and um, and I wrote him always already wrote him a thank you note. Also, we got a very nice note here from our friend. 
Pam in California. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, And she talks about um, seeing the horse videos and reminds of a dear horse my friend's parents owned when I was a teenager. X-Race horses are so sweet. As a cat lover, I'm enjoying watching Lucas become more comfortable around all of you guys. He's a very pretty tabby and a cute sidekick for you all. Give him a treat from me. Thanks again. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Your friend from L.A., Pam. Which is so sweet. Um, Let's see. A couple of one. Speaking of the holidays, uh, have, did you ever do um, uh, a, a uh, what the hell do they call them? A, uh, uh, a uh, Advent calendar. Did you ever have I'm not your Catholic. family? No, we ne- we're Protestant. We never yeah. did that. But, I mean, they have Godzilla only- ones now, though. We were God- Catholic. We grew up Catholic. Did I- you have an Advent calendar? Yes. Um, and and I, I was reading today, uh, some of the Advent calendars available now Godzilla. are a little <laughs> outrageous. You get a little, you get a little uh, monster that he fought. You can get day. almost anything, I guess. Uh, you can get holiday ornaments, Marvel characters, Doggies. socks, uh, teas, you know, drinking tea, teas, uh, chocolates. Um, there's a L'Occitane, which is an advent calendar with 24 products for normal dry skin. Just how the apostles envisioned that's, it. That's 80 bucks. Uh, a dozen socks from Marvel Avengers, uh, wearable collector socks. That's for 32 bucks. Uh, kids can get Lego City advent calendars with different buildable mini presents. <laughs> uh, those are $35. Uh, if you want to go big time, Charlie, you can get a box of jewels, uh, awe-inspired 12-day advent calendar available in 14-karat yellow gold, <laughs> $455 for the advent calendar. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. We would but do, it, for, uh, for us, what we would do is, what is it, it starts November 27th? Uh, you, you know, I it don't pretty much goes know. from the end of November to the end yeah. of December. Yeah. But what we would do is, each week, we would light one candle at dinner. In the following week, we would light another candle, and by Christmas, we would have all four yeah. candles. Yeah. But again, I, 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 being, I, I was baptized that in Methodist. That makes you Jewish, so. by the way. So you're officially uh, a Jew. <laughs> Jewish, please, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I said, I said, I said a Jew, not the Jew. Oh, my God. Uh, and by the way, I made one note here, and I forgot to pass this along. Um, I have to tell you when I, about these stupid genes, and since Wayne, no offense, has already made fun of my lack of uh, fanny. Um, these are the same size genes I wore 50 years ago and more. Which, you know, and by the way, I got, I'm all, I realized that this morning and when I put them on, I said, oh my God. I said, I then when I was 30, I used, you know, wore Do the they 25. Like, are, they, are they a little big? Are they a little tight? They're, they're, I mean, they're not tight at all. They're, they're very, they're quite comfortable and they're, I mean, I can't. I would do I a couple of hot water washes, get them really. Oh, they may of, shrink a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I washed them last night. Uh, and so, and so they fit, they fit great. Anyway, uh, oh, so geez. that's my one uh, happiness. Well, we're 30 yeah. minutes in the show. We've already done two segments on your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just I have to, you know, I, I don't get much to brag about these days. Um, also, I did not watch Yellowstone. I'm, I'm I'm, uh, I'm still ticked off about the way they killed that horse, and I'm not very happy about it. <coughs> well, I'm not. No, no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, a couple of, a couple of things. Again, we mentioned the uh, the University of Idaho case. I just that is so freaking strange to me. I don't understand anything about it. Um, and the uh, the nightclub shooting. Uh, this <laughs> everybody's always trying to find something about something. Again, this was uh, was a Colorado Springs. <coughs> 
uh, a very bizarre case, but you know, you may know the commentator and uh, a conservative uh, talker, Matt Walsh. He shows up on Fox quite a bit. Uh, Matt Walsh uh, tweeted out, leftists are using a mass shooting to try to blackmail us into accepting the castration and sexualization of children. These people are just beyond evil. I have never felt more motivated to oppose everything they stand for in every fiber of my being, despicable scumbags. People die and the first thing they think is, yes, we can use this ammo against conservatives who don't think children should be exposed to drag shows. Well, some of the reaction, uh, Matt Walsh isn't upset that someone shot up a gay bar. He's upset that more people weren't killed. Uh, a little harsh. Um, he's doubling down on the LGBTQ people, uh, doubling down and wants more of it. Uh, uh, this is entirely on people like Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson, and Chaya Rachik. She's that uh, uh, TikTok. Uh, They're outer. trying to make it where you can't criticize exactly. them ever again. Exactly. And we will continue to criticize exactly. you. Exactly. And we don't want people shot and killed, but if you're trying to mess with children, we will continue to criticize you. Yep. Sorry. And they, they name more names, uh, conspirators, collaborators. Uh, I mean, it just, uh, I mean, it just, you know, stop it. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a, why I'm not paying attention anymore. I know it's the same crowd saying the same shit every time. It's, uh, it's. Uh, you're not going to keep me. For, you're not going to shut me up. So you yeah. just give it up. Well, we, and again, we're not stopping. We're not. We're, we're definitely not stopping. Uh, a couple of funny things about uh, about Elon Musk. There's there are tweets going around. There's one of a, a picture of a crying baby, of the picture, and it says, <laughs> a "Crying baby," and the, and the slogan says, "I'm leaving Twitter, but first I'm going to tweet about leaving." Twitter. Twitter, and then I'm going to stick around to see what everybody else thinks about me leaving Twitter. <laughs> Rob Reiner is still on. I know. I mean, yeah, I and thought you were going to Canada. Everyone says, why are you still here every time? <laughs> I mean, like, again, it's just unbelievable. And of course, when they, you know, when he said, oh, Donald Trump, we did a survey, Donald Trump's allowed back on if he wants to. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's like when they started screaming at the moon when he won the election. Did you <laughs> see CBS <laughs> left Twitter on Saturday? Yeah. Well, and I, they I, came back on Saturday. Elon Musk is poking fun at CPS's short-lived Twitter hiatus <laughs> after the resumed Twitter meeting less than 48 hours later. Uh, he, he, uh, Twitter, he said, uh, 48 hour hi hiatus due to uncertainty with a platform under his management. Uh, the network is suspending all Twitter usage. Uh, and then it will resume Sunday as it continues monitoring security concerns they have since the billionaire took over the company. <coughs> Excuse me, Musk tweeted... His new policy at Twitter was freedom of speech. New Twitter, this is important. New Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative hate tweets will be max de-boosted and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. After pausing for much of the weekend to assess the security concerns, CBS News is resuming its activity on Twitter, continuing to monitor the situation. Uh, Musk responded with a giggle emoji, uh, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, Nora O'Donnell was focusing on Twitter turmoil in light of the mass resignations of employees offended by Elon Musk telling them to go back to work. Uh, the chaos and quote from a disgruntled former engineer, 
who claimed uh, the culture of Twitter under Musk was one of fear and anxiety, made such an impression on CBS that they decided not to be on it. Um, CBS widely mocked on the platform, defenders tweeting out laughing emojis and memes printing at the shortest virtue signal ever. Uh, also, <laughs> Elon Musk, which is pretty funny, by the way, and Musk didn't stop there. He now is uh, going, uh, calling the New York Times boring, far-left brainwashing at this point for the New York Times. Uh, he said it's tragic how far the New York Times has fallen. Basically just boring and far-left brainwashing at this point. The boring part is truly unforgivable. Um, this was uh, in response to an author named Matt Tybee. Uh, Tybee said, while well, the Times said that America doesn't deserve former President Donald Trump, uh, it doesn't deserve him, especially after winning a Pulitzer for a story botched over the years. Remember, the New York Times and others were winning Pulitzer Prizes for their story about Russian collusion, yeah. including one that read, Trump campaign advisor met with Russian to discuss dirt on Clinton. Uh, Musk officially reinstated Trump's Twitter account after posting a poll. Millions said yes, 52% basically 15 million people voted uh, and also the Babylon Bee is back too which we uh, thought was also and so is Jordan Peterson and Jordan Peterson uh, uh, and the uh uh, and they're also going after that TikTok. What, what, are they, what what's her, the conservative TikTok girl who shows the what? What's her title? The girl who says how stupid TikTok is and shows the conservative viewpoint. Come on, you're having you're not helping me here. There's a girl famous on TikTok who outs. I don't do TikTok. She's on Fox News all the time. She outs the, liber the liberal the liberals on TikTok. Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok. That's what I was looking for. That's, That's an account. What, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and she's, you know, back in the world again. Anyway, okay, Jesus, God in heaven. All right. Uh, <laughs> but you kept on saying she. It's not a her. It's an account. <laughs> well, it is a woman behind it, but yeah, still. It's a girl. Uh, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> by the way, hey, Kimmer, uh, yeah. holding on a second, brought to you by Atlanta Custom <laughs> Closets. Closetpro.net, 404 2550589. That's Atlanta Custom Closets. Christmas is coming up, and ladies love closets. Yes, they this do. This is a great gift. We are not kidding. Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.
I ask you this. <clears throat> Think of any administration in your lifetime or that you've read about in the first two years that has done more damage than this one for its actual policies, not as a reaction to world events. I, I can't think of one. I mean, I, I got to thinking about this because of the, the Republicans are now saying we're going after, the, we're going to probe Hunter, we're going to get to the banking, and I've got to <laughs> thinking to myself, all this stuff, and, and of course the Democrats are saying, oh, it's just revenge, you're just trying to get yeah. back at somebody. Well, but, but think, I, I mean, really think about this. Other than, you know, having a world war and affecting a nation and draft and all the men going over in 1942 going to war, but uh, other than world events shaping something, there's, I can't think of another administration that deliberately, through its policies, brought the country down in so many categories in the first two years, sunk the nation. Jimmy Carter wasn't as bad with his malaise thing. Nope. I mean, at least he had, I mean, there, I mean it, 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 it was kind of a, a, a bad time when gas prices were high. And, and when Nixon had a problem with gas, remember, he had the uh, price, uh, I mean, uh, wage uh, uh, fixation and stuff like that. But still, nobody had, that was reaction to what's going on in the world. Nobody's had policies that deliberately made the nation sink for the first two years like this guy. Yeah, and it's deliberate, too. They, they on made purpose. They killed the gas and oil companies, yeah. He stops it. We're no longer energy independent. Uh, CRT, racism at the bottom of everything. Uh, division of race in this country. Inflation. Uh, in, inflation, gasoline prices. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving is going to cost 20% more than last year, which cost 20% more than the year before. So, I mean, I mean everything, everything. Look at everything. Screwing up the military. Uh, Education of our children falling so far behind. The woke military. Uh, nobody uh, trusts us around the world. That we're a laughing stock now. Uh, look what Saudi Arabia saying. Screw you, and you want gas? Must have <laughs> your ear jack. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, the whole world is laughing at us. All these things, and it's been done deliberately, trying to take federal control of elections, uh, trying to change. Uh, the uh, uh, the laws of the land before they lose power. I mean, it's just I've I've never seen anything like it. And then uh, and this is this is, is a perfect example of how, how bad it's gotten. I didn't even hear about this, but now there's a report from the FBI and Homeland Security, and they all have to go. That now is uh, saying that uh, they didn't do enough. To uh, they're faulting social media platforms and haven't done enough uh, because of the spread of violent and anti-government content on so uh, content on social media, failing to adequately monitor domestic extremists. Uh, the Senate Homeland Security panel run by a Democrat from Michigan uh, has said, you know, uh, well, we, we aren't responding to the overall threat of homegrown terrorism and extremism. Where? Yeah, like what? Where is it? This is that same thing. Remember when uh, President Stupid actually said the most dangerous uh, thing that happening in America today is domestic extremism and domestic terrorism. The same people who go to school boards and raise their voice are domestic terrorists now because of these people. And this Democrat report says, well, we're not doing enough to clamp down on uh, hate speech and violent anti-government content. Uh, growing domestic extremism has been linked to the country's widening political divide. Nonsense. What are they talking about? If we were or, a problem, you'd know it. Yeah. Well, here's what they're talking about. Uh, radicalizing extremists say the misinformation and hate speech spread online is fueling the problem, encouraging real-world violence like the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Oh, my God. We should have more And again, the, here, we, yeah, here we go. 
Did you see Here that, that bit of sound I sent you this morning? The guy in Maricopa County. Yeah, look, coach, come here. Should we play you that? Play that? Yeah. Uh, uh, James that? Woods. Uh, in fact, I want to talk about uh, how I the GOP to is going to. This morning. It's a guy in Maricopa yeah. County who's in front of the voting board or whatever, he, the election he, he board. He looks like a homeless hippie yeah. bum. It's a white guy with dreadlocks. Yeah, but he looks like a you know totally shiftless character. And James Woods said, if I saw this guy on the street, I wouldn't have paid him a nickel worth of attention because he looks just like, you know, just a goofball. But James Woods was the one who reacted to this comment, which is why, I mean, I think that may be why you spotted it, that yeah. made, made Twitter. Uh, anyway, here's, uh, was, it, was it the Arizona, where was he Maricopa testifying? Maricopa County. Maricopa Copa County, which is Phoenix, Arizona, about their election and all the problems they had. Good morning. Once again, the eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let me ask you. If you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. <laughs> boom. I can't believe they didn't try to stop I know. It. Well, good luck. But, I mean, wow. I mean, boom. And, and again, you know. I, 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 this is so encouraging. We, every little example like this that we can pass along, we can't. We can't and, stop. And this is this is how, this is how you let the the pressure valve escape. Right. So the air escape. So you don't have violence. Right. But the left, the Democrats, are trying to shut I'll off. Shut him down. That's the, right. Him speaking like this and, and social media, and that's how you make people violent. That's right. If you shut, if you can't speak. Uh, so there's going to be a steam pot that's going to blow its top. And, and that's maybe why people should. throw up at the Capitol and, and start. And again, when the Capitol thing happened January 6th, when I first saw those people climbing up the steps of the Capitol and yes. kind of hanging up, I was cheering. Yes. I said, oh, my God, what a great. I mean, it was fabulous. The people have stormed the Capitol. They didn't were breaking things. They were just on the steps, jumping up and down. There were people on the turrets. It's on our the, house. You know, it's a, yeah, it's the people's house. And I thought, holy cow, I've never seen anything so Boldening and so uh, patriotic as the people saying, you know, we're here at the Capitol and we and this is what we believe. And I thought, man, talk about a, a legitimate protest, unlike Antifa and Black Lives Matter, where it's all violent and nasty and negative and hateful. I mean, I just thought it was really wonderful. And then, you know, some bad things happened to a very, very small well, the percentage. Well, the FBI, the FBI started it. They had the undercover agents here uh, fomenting the violence. The cops all opened the doors. Nancy Pelosi refused to put any security out there. They all knew that the FBI had people inside the uh, all those 
uh, Proud Boys and every other committee knowing that there might have been a problem and still did nothing to stop it because they wanted it to happen. And Nancy Botoxy knew that there was going to be a possible issue, and she refused to call out security. She said no, and there's only one possible explanation why she would not have security if they were afraid of having violence. They wanted it to happen. They were probably overjoyed to watch what was happening. Anyway, and speaking of that, and it's time time to get back. And again, I don't care what the reaction of the Democrats is. We we can't stop. We need to get to the bottom of all of it. Not only the Russian collusion with Trump, but everything with the Biden family. Uh, And now uh, Kevin McCarthy... You know, I'll believe it when I see it, but he's he's trying to play sort of tough guy because he's going to be uh, taken over this as the majority leader again in the House. Uh, he has vowed at least to remove uh, Democrats Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff for brains and Elon Omar, that skanky, nasty, hate-filled MFer from Brothers the uh, Congressional Committee, from <laughs> their committee when the Republicans take over. Um, he said he'll keep his promise to get rid of Swalwell and Schiff for brains from the House Intelligence Committee and. And, uh, and Omar, that nasty, black-hearted terrorist from the House Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, Swalwell's association when he was banging a Chinese spy uh, and shift for brains, promoting the Steele dossier. Every day, he said, I've seen the evidence of Trump's collusion with the Russians, and the Steele dossier proves it, uh, disqualifies them from serving on their respective panels. Um, he said, why would we ever give Swalwell a security clearance and the secrets to America? I will not allow him to be on the Intelligence Committee, and Adam Schiff, quote, who lied to the American public time and again will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. Uh, let's see, going forward, uh, Congressman Omar, anti-Semitic, hate-filled stuff on foreign affairs? I don't think so. Um, Another issue, and speaking of the FBI, I didn't, I did not hear about this case, but here's another example of the FBI showing its politics against regular people who may have posted something on the web which they don't like. Uh, there's a website called Area uh, Gazunite there, sir. Uh, the, oh, she, that was you were talking about, the yeah. sneeze button? <laughs> he muffled. He, he muffled. He was good. Uh, there's a, a, a Gazunite against her. Um, Area 51 website is owned by a guy who is speaking out because federal agents raided his homes at gunpoint, <laughs> broke down the doors, investigating a crime that he has no idea uh, that ever even happened. Uh, he's a proprietor of the website Area 51, Jorg um, Arnu. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, he has a, 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 a themed website, dreamlandresort.com. Uh, he said, I discussed this case with an attorney specializing in federal cases. I've learned it was in truly incredible. A much bigger story than that of the raid on my home is what they've done to me and my girlfriend, two unarmed innocent people. Uh, he said, 15 to 20 armed federal SWAT teams from the Air Force and the FBI raided two Nevada homes he owns with his girlfriend, including one home where he was present. Agents busted through his door, yanked him and his girlfriend outside where they were detained and treated in the most disrespectful way. He still doesn't know what he did other than having a website. An agent told him during the raid the incident was related to images posted on my Area 51 website. He claims there was damage to his homes, including broken down doors, hard drives were taken, cameras, all his 
as other equipment. I have not been charged with a crime. All my attempts to reach out to the FBI at least get my much-needed medical and financial records and passwords on my seized computer back. Crickets from the FBI. He said he and his girlfriend were led out into the street barefoot in her underwear in full view of the neighbors during the raid. He was led outside handcuffed in only a T-shirt and sweats in sub-freezing temperatures. The federal government, he says, has the right to harass and try. This is the FBI. Yeah. Harass and traumatize random citizens that are not accused of any crime. Kick in their doors, manhandle them, and take whatever they want from them. Said citizens have no rights whatsoever to reimburse of their damages, return of their property, or compensation for the trauma they were subjected to. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Air Force SWAT team was here. The uh, Nellis Air Force Base commander uh, said there was an uh, open investigation into this guy, Arnu, but I really can't talk about it. Oh, you can't talk about it. Oh, okay, as long as you can't talk about it. And when they get the hard drives, <laughs> they can put anything on those hard That's drives right. they want and claim it was yours. Yeah, how are you going to disprove it? How can you? Okay. Unless you had another copy, but then they'll say, oh, you faked that one or, or limit. I mean, it's, uh, there's, you can't do anything. I mean, you're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. Um, well, let's you, see. you take out some out with you, I guess. Yeah. Is the only repercussion you have. Uh, and you uh, want to do that. And one more uh, incident about speaking of our woke military. Uh, a new report shows that the Pentagon is promoting critical race theory and gender identity insanity. Uh, President Sleep uh, Showers with Daughter has had uh, exp- extensive diversity and equity initiatives in the military for the armed forces. A new report by the GOP says uh, our military's singular purpose is to provide for the common defense of the nation. It can't be turned into a left-wing social experiment, cannot be used as a cudgel against America itself and paralyzed by fear of offending somebody. The world is a dangerous place and the Biden administration's insanity is eroding our greatest source of security in it. Marco Rubio and some others have detailed how the resources to root out extremism in its ranks, promoting predominantly left-wing ideas on race and gender. Military employees are promoted on critical race theory and anti-white views. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, the former defense contractor, by the way, who is more concerned about woke uh, pedicures than anything else, uh, has demanded that commanding officers and supervisors at all levels schedule a day to discuss extremism countering extremist activity in the military. Uh, even though there have identified, there are 2.1 active forces and the number of cases of extremism in the military of 2.1 million forces is 100. That's uh, zero, that's point zero zero five percent. That's one like half a thousandth of a percent. Uh, instructors at military academies use anti-racist approaches approaches to education, directing soldiers to center their understanding of American society on acknowledgement of its racist past and present. The Department of Defense, however, emphasizes it does not teach critical race theory and is focused on challenging its military students intellectually and rooting out extremism that way. Oh, challenging intellectually. Anyway, parroting woke nonsense. Uh, How about thinking about how to kill the enemy? Uh, one uh, the woke policy, you know, this girl, Calissa Wing, the chief diversity and equity inclusivity officer at the Department of Defense. That alone 
says it. She's exhausted, quote, exhausted with these white folks, F-O-L-X, and suggests that black people are incapable of racism. Comments that sparked ongoing probes at the agency, and they're still not done with that. Anyway, she's a big fan of the uh, 1619 Project that shows we're all racist and stuff. Just <clears throat> unbelievable. We're not going anywhere. That's, that's what they want. They want us to go away. We're not going anywhere. No, we're not going anywhere. Uh, in fact, I'll tell you, if, you're, if you wanted to go someplace and you have a, <laughs> something wrong with a glass in your SUV or your RV or your camper, well, by golly, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to get a hold of do? Wise RV Glass. Wise, W-I-S-E. Wise RV Glass will replace all the glass or fix all the stuff, glass issues of any kind in your RV or motor coach or camper. Uh, maybe it's something as simple as fogged up double pane windows, or you might have a little spiderweb crack or something, or a full thing or whatever. Uh, it could be in the one of those hard-to-find flat one-piece front windshields in certain uh, RVs and SUVs, or uh, even a side-view mirror or a back window. And you're thinking, so I've got a side-view mirror. No, no, no. No job is too small. Wise RV Glass does this for a living, so they love this stuff. They'll come to where you are. That's the key. You get a hold of them. I'll give you a phone number and a website. And they come to you, replace the glass issue, take care of the issue in your own window frame, in your own uh, customer's frame. Uh, and it saves you time and money. And it's all mobile service, all of North Georgia, all of Metro Atlanta. No job too big or too small. Uh, these fine folks, uh, Russell has uh, taken over the sun. Dad, uh, Carl, retired a while ago, and they've been a part of a, they actually are a double Car. sponsor not only the podcast but also the podcast Facebook page and, and to that we're very grateful Wise W-I-S-E Wise RV Glass here's the number area 470-345-6521 and on the web WiseRVGlass.com Okay, dokie oh uh, one more quick thing on, on freedom and I don't want to talk about a lot of stuff like this all day long <laughs> uh, but this is pretty it's, there's a, a Stanford professor who challenged the lockdowns during the uh, 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 China kill virus. And he says, he's a professor of medicine at Stanford. Okay, he's probably pretty smart guy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> okay. Um, he says, academic freedom is dead. And his life became a living hell for challenging coronavirus lockdown orders and the scientific clarity during the pandemic. The basic premise is that if you don't have protection and academic freedom in the hard cases, when a faculty member has an idea that's unpopular among some of the other faculty, powerful faculty, if they don't protect it in that case, then you're all going to be in trouble. He came under fire during the pandemic for co-authoring a declaration, an open letter signed by thousands thousands of doctors in 2020 denouncing the lockdowns as harmful. Uh, this man is a director of Stanford Center for Demo Demography, uh, Demography and Economics of Health and Aging. Uh, the uh, declaration was denounced by other health leaders, including the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, headed by Dr. Anthony Fauci who slammed the document for herd immunity, uh, calling it nonsense and very dangerous. Uh, he says, we live in a high clarity that declares from on high what is true and what is not true. When you take a position that is at odds with the scientific clarity, uh, your life becomes a living hell. You face a hostile, deeply hostile work environment. He got death threats, hate mail, questions where he gets his money. Uh, most of my money's come from the NIH for my entire life. 
uh, telling the public that what they're uh, what they're going through is ridiculous. Anyway, on and there's a chill on the campus. Uh, Stanford's even falling to this stuff. I mean, it's just uh, you know, a guy, when guys like that uh, have this kind of problem, did you see? Okay, they wouldn't let us travel anywhere if you yeah. didn't take the shot. Yeah. They've now eased that. So now you travel again to most countries. You can travel. Right. Even without the shot. Uh, WHO is now trying to get this thing put in through the United Nations where basically they're going to bring back the vaccine passports, oh, God, not just for this vaccine, but any vaccine they feel that you should have, and basically control your very movement around the world. And I'm thinking, God, if I want to start visiting these places, I better go now because I'm never taking that damn shot. So if they pull this vaccine passport crap, I won't be able to go anywhere. You know, let's remember the WHO is deeply involved in the scandal of the China kill virus and the cover up and who who knew what and all the yes. research. It was hidden. They helped China get rid of that. Basically helped China get rid of the evidence. They said, remember, they said, oh, China, uh, the same guy who was at the head of WHO was also the same guy who said, oh, that uh, pandemic we had in uh, was it Nigeria or someplace years ago? That was, you know, that was really not that big a deal. Uh, he totally defended China. China as showing as, as a wonderful example of how you crack down trying to uh, uh, prevent a pandemic from happening in the first place. They had great uh, procedures in play. I, oh my God! I mean, who's he trying to kid? They sealed people in their apartments. I mean, I, I, just, I, I, I can't. I, I, I will never forget the video of the Chinese authorities. Was it in? Uh, it was in Hong. I can't remember. It was in Hong Kong or I, I can't remember where it was. And the little boy. In uh, in a in a hazmat suit, with his with the legs dragging behind him because he was only this tall and the legs were for an adult sized thing, dragging his legs behind him, crying while they're screaming at him over there, over there, over there by himself, no family, no adults helping, nobody holding his hand, adults screaming at him in China to go over to that section where he can be quarantined by him alone by himself. And let's not we'll, we'll just pick on the Chinese. The damn Australians put together concentration well, camps. Yeah, a, a neighbor against neighbor. And and they still have them. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, roaming the neighborhoods looking for people who were outside in their porch. <laughs> in California, guys on his little you know, paddleboard by himself in the ocean. Yeah, right, and they sent the yeah. Coast Guard yeah. out no, after him. Get him, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and their governor wants to be your next president. <laughs> the, uh, so, so, Michigan is 10.3 million people. Yeah. It's the same size as Sweden. Yeah. Sweden didn't shut down. They kept their schools open. They kept just the society going, the small businesses and everything. They're, they're the model yeah. for scooting through this thing with the least amount of deaths. Meanwhile, Michigan, a record amount of deaths, like three times as many as Sweden did. And they reelect that bitch governor who did that it. to them. I can't believe it. And they have, you know, one of the worst congresswomen, too. I mean, just, you know, nasty, hate-filled, vicious, anti-American. I don't get I. I I don't get it. You don't hear much from her anymore. You notice that? Yeah, she did. Well, or Ocasio Bang Bang. No, no, you hear it. She, oh, she's well, still she running her mouth. Occasionally, but, but the other two, yeah, both very the other two. quiet. Yeah, the one who married her brother to get into the country and all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very, very quiet. Um, let's see. God. Oh, uh, medical advice? Oh, medical advice. Speaking of medicine? Yes. <clears throat> Laughter is the best medicine. Laughter yeah. is the best medicine. Unless you have uh, diarrhea. All right, then. <laughs> In fact, when I, when I had prostate cancer, when you have when you have I had chemo and I had five weeks of daily radiation, um, and uh, which I actually was I you know people say, oh my God, I went to work every day I, was, I never I, did, I, I my entire cancer thing I think I missed three days of work 
Anyway, um, uh, with a, yeah, a, I a lost that. Again. I had the over. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between the between the surgery and the five weeks of radiation every day and the chemo and stuff, I, was, I think I missed three days of work for the entire cancer thing. Um, but they, the doctor told me, said, now, <clears throat> okay, after this, uh, for a while, I mean, it'll get better, but for a while, be careful that you don't laugh too hard or cough too loud, <laughs> because if you do, chances are that a little something might happen. A little something, something. A little something, something. So. <laughs> and it never did, but I was, I guarantee you, I was very, I kept thinking about it. <laughs> I was watching a game. Because if you're in the middle of an elevator or something yeah. and somebody cracks a joke, uh-oh. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a college game Saturday, and the guy said, that he, instead of saying that he came up short, he said he came up short. And he made shard? Anyway, he went uh, short, short. <laughs> it's a shard is something else entirely. Shard. <laughs> well, part of it was a part. Uh, anyway, uh, that's a great scene. Uh, was it Long King Polly? Where uh, the, the God, who's ben, Jerry? Uh, uh, ben, Ben something. But the the comedian. son of. Ben Stiller. Stiller, yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's his friend. They're at an art gallery. Oh, yeah. Comes to, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. go. Yeah, what do we got to go? We just got here. We got to go. Why? I just sharded. Because <laughs> what the hell's a shard? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you really don't want to know. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Jessica. Oh, um, holiday food. Uh, uh, should, uh, should we tell them? Holiday? We'll, we'll do the holiday show tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. We, should we mention our schedule for this week? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Um, and here's, uh, okay, uh, it is Thanksgiving week. Today is the uh, 22nd of November. 21st. Which is, uh, uh, 21st of November. Yeah. This is show number 500. I know. Show number 500. 500. Bing, boom. And uh, the 21st. Now, this week, we normally do three podcasts a week. This week, we're going to do two podcasts. And I think we should just go ahead and say this. Well, let's do the podcast tomorrow, and we'll go live on Facebook and YouTube. But I'm, I'm get betting that of all the thousands of people don't have the opportunity to watch it live, and they still get the podcast on their phone or radio. So we'll post it. We'll do it live tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll post, for those who watch watching uh, audio we'll post format it on either Wednesday. late Tuesday or Wednesday. So you will get so two the, podcasts. Yeah, so the YouTube version will be available tomorrow. The audio right. format will be available Wednesday. We'll do it on Wednesday, which is a more normal thing. And tomorrow's show will be basically a Thanksgiving show and whatever. We'll you know, do the Kara Reads, the recipe. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. So we'll that's that's that a great idea. Uh, in fact, in fact you, uh, have we got any other uh, Thanksgiving stuff from the old, uh, old day? Anything you might have saved? Nothing really worth playing. <laughs> uh, and, and now I mentioned also, I, I sent you a note concerning a possible musical rendition of something for sure, tomorrow. Sure, yes, okay, absolutely. That's fine. Now, anything like that? Let's do a bunch of stuff like that. We'll just have fun and... Yeah, I've got recipes and yeah. uh, jokes. i got a Thanksgiving yeah. joke. Absolutely. I, uh, the founding of Thanksgiving and the people. And we'll do well, it. Oh, no, no, we're not. Well, it won't be. It'll be, you know, just for the record, we have to, you know, make sure we're doing things. And I believe that I believe the true Thanksgiving was the American Native people and the white settlers were all happy together and loved each other and had their special Thanksgiving. That's what happened, share. right? That's well, that, that's they, they what all had a that big did di happen. They were friendly for yeah. that dinner. Right, for that particular dinner. And, and then Miles Standish <laughs> invited the Indians to another dinner yeah, in which he one. jumped up and stabbed them to death. <laughs> well, no, let's not, you know. <laughs> all right, we don't need you know. <laughs> it. was a whole different culture. It was like, you know, <laughs> <I'm later. laughs> you know, live and learn. God, you know. Uh, they they asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm, no, no, just, no, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, anyway, so they we'll don't do teach that. that in third grade. They don't teach that in third grade whatsoever. <laughs> no, sir, they definitely don't. Uh, okay, now let's see. I've, uh, oh, uh, I'm going to do that. I got a little Dylan thing later. I'm going to do that. Kim, we're looking at his phone. Brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. And now a special thing. They do all the shirts, your custom shirts, hats, signs. It's still time. If you call them right now, get laser engraving on cups of signs, leather, whatever. You mentioned the Kimmer podcast, you will get 10% off your order between now and Thanksgiving. So you got a couple more days yep. to get this yep. in. Maybe yep. today, yeah, the next three days. Yeah. And and uh, in fact, I'm uh, talking with Eric uh, later on today about some stuff because I, I, this is a great, I mean, this is just a great idea. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Uh, and uh, they'll take care of it. Could be one thing. You could order one thing, one picture on one t-shirt and they'll be happy to do But it. why do that when you can have a thousand? Order them for all your friends and family. That's right. Anyway, and anything you're looking for, engraving, and I mean, they, they're really good. good Tumblers, yep. cups. And again, you know, uh, I'm telling you, the shopping season is in, uh, just, I noticed this weekend, all of a sudden, they're everywhere. So I'm going go. to try and do more local shopping this year. I'm going to do less on Amazon and more going, because I miss, go, I used to go to the mall every year, yeah. Linux, and you'd walk around, you'd watch the people, you'd see stuff and go, oh gosh, that would be great. Yeah. And it was part of the fun, the Christmas music was playing. You know where you should go, walk around? Not Linux. I no, know that. that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go, drive up to Avalon. Avalon's a cool place to park. I mean, it's it's, oh, it's there's no parking there. There's no that's uh, Avalon is a is an incredible. It's probably safer, but it, oh, I'm sure it probably it, 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 it's got a lot of high end stores. I mean, Does it's it? not a cheap. Avalon oh, is, yeah. is big time. Well, I can look. I mean, I'm, I'm, but it has I mean, it has regular stuff and hamburger. Is it outside or inside? Outside. That's very like that's like San Diego. Their malls are outside. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not. Yeah, it's streets. Uh, but the problem is there's no parking, and the only parking you'll find is in a parking garage. Yeah. And I no, because I always park. Parking, huh? I park. You know where? Uh, you know where Ted's is. Ted's. Be uh, Anyway, like if you're driving down, what is Avalon? What road is that? Uh, oh, Westside Parkway, and then no, I, 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 no that's not. Uh, no, I'm uh, uh, not Bridge. No, no, North Point, North Point no. Boulevard, North Point. No, North no, Point it's why you get off 400. What's the no, road you get off 400? Oh, Haynes Bridge. Is no, it it's, the one, it's the one after Milton. Haynes Bridge, or Old yeah, Milton. Haynes Bridge, or the one after it. But I think it's Haynes Bridge, and, and it goes right by Avalon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, when you take a left there to get off, and you just it's right up on the right. You just park right there where the top, where the building is. I, I always park right there. Yeah, but isn't that huh. isn't that nor- it's either West Side Parkway that keeps going into uh, it or it's know. North Point Mall. But uh, you know, anyway, uh, but there's no it's it's very hard to find parking there. And, and a thing I hate about Avalon is that the streets you can't tell whether it's a street or a very walkway. Narrow. I mean, it's yeah. just, there you can't see anything. They go at very weird angles, and there's people everywhere. I mean, it's, it's like just, Europe. It's, a it's like Europe. Yeah, I, I, I hate I hate going there. <laughs> but it's a, I can't I, tell you how many people I hit driving through Europe. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Get into that's kind of like your ambient night. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I killed a guy. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I'm sure of it. You know, we could probably look up the records. No, 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 no. I'm not going to narrow it down for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Suspicious death. Never uh, solved. Uh, a couple of uh, uh, weird things in the news here today I thought were rather bizarre. Um, a judge has decided that Forsyth County schools must allow profanity at their meetings. Um, there was a lawsuit, bro- a lawsuit brought by parents yeah, concerning the books they find in the library that are offensive. Yeah. So they wanted to read them into the public record. Yep. 
Well, a U.S. district judge named Story says Forsyth County Schools must stop enforcing some of the board meeting rules while the lawsuit continues. Uh, members of the public shall conduct themselves in a respectful manner, it says. Another says in part of the rule, remarks shall not be addressed to individual board members, uh, keeping remarks civil. The use of obscene or threatening or abusive uh, remarks will not be allowed. Loud and boisterous conduct or comments by speakers and members are not allowed. Well, the judge said Forsyth cannot enforce the rule requiring respectfulness or against personally addressing board members. The school district also cannot enforce rules requiring civility and prohibiting profanity or abusive language. Uh, the group, the group uh, Mama Bears, said they're scandalized by the books available to children in the school district. The same strategy has been working in Cherokee County. Uh, they read books and they get her banished from the uh, school board meetings at her middle school. Uh, this is about polluting the minds of children. Well, the judge said uh, his order did not strike down the school board policy restricting obscene remarks or a boisterous conduct or comments. So you can't go nuts. But just if you're reading bad yeah, things that are in the quote, library, you ought to be able to say it in front of the school board. But you shouldn't be able to go up there and just cuss like a right. sailor. No, you can't do that. But he said, if, you know, you can't stop them from reading things that are in the public <laughs> schools right. because that's what you're there for. But again, that's how far these leftists are going. They don't want you to say anything. Yeah. Speaking of which, yes. I, I, I'm trepidatious about this. Yeah, uh, trepidatious? I'm, I'm not trepidatious. sure that's I think you left out a syllable. Maybe go ahead, not. Go ahead. Correct. No, no, no. I, I'm all for learning. Correct, correct me. <laughs> if I said something wrong, tell me. <laughs> I'm trepidatious about this. Obviously, that's wrong. Mr. All right. So, no, no. I, what I is think it? it's clearly cool. And why have you used the word? Are we doing a new thing, a word a day, no, kind of a Pictionary something? Or? Wayne has weighed in. Wayne, no offense. <laughs> Wayne says. This is like twice today. What's going uh, on with him? He's unemployed. Yeah, I don't something. Know. Does he do something over bad over at the it's place? It's Thanksgiving or? week. He's yeah, off. Oh, no, he's probably not working. Yeah, Nobody's know. flying this week, so. Well, no he big deal. probably flying to Europe for free just to yeah, see just what's going on with the him, little him people. Him and Sly. <laughs> fly the world. Uh, he says, thank Kimmer for my new ringtone. So he has got a new ringtone. Should we play it? I have no idea. How did I give him a ringtone? I don't know. Should we play yeah, it? Absolutely. All right. We're taking a risk here because God knows what he has on here. <laughs> machines or something <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect well i used to play the uh, i was a first chair trombone player in the all-state band and oh, i was known for go. my triple tonguing <laughs> well a lot of ways to do it baby <laughs> uh, okay. oh my god we're going down in flames um uh oh, couple, don't say that around, uh, around wayne a That's couple not a good thing. Uh, another school thing just for uh bizarre uh, situation chattahoochee high school an administrator named jonathan adele is suspended while they look into a relationship he apparently was having with a student at the school, at Chattahoochee High School, uh, he oversees the English and Fine Arts Departments, uh, began working at the Johns Creek High School in January. Oh, wait a minute now. Uh, Jonathan Adell, Principal uh, Todd said no details of the investigation, didn't say where or when the inappropriate conduct occurred. <laughs> Uh, Fulton County Schools, it is never acceptable for an adult in a role of authority to be in a relationship inappropriately with a student or young person. Uh, we're very concerned the allegations involved a student. 
four years ago, another Chattahoochee staff member got kicked out after he had raped a 13-year-old girl uh, at the same school as his daughter goes to. Uh, former uh, social studies and swim coach, sentenced to 25 years in prison. Uh, God, you know how how, how could you how, how could anybody not know that if you're working? I mean, and, and, and by the way, I know I, you know how sexy these young girls are in high school. I mean, they're different. women. It's not like it when, you know, uh, I mean, it's just not like it used to be there. Uh, whether it's, you know, uh, strontium 90 in the milk. I don't know what's going on. Hormones in the hamburgers. I mean, these girls are not, you know, 14, <laughs> 15, 16 year old no. girls, a woman. And, I mean, anyway, uh, but you, you, ha- you can't you can't get involved with a kid at school. I mean, who doesn't know that? Uh, anyway, and, and no matter how much they, I mean, again, when I was teaching in graduate, I was only four years older than all the kids when I was a teacher at graduate school, but still, you know, they were flirting, there were some girls who were flirting with me, uh, and, which is, you know, but still, you can't, I was, of course, married, I had no interest, but anyway. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, I, so, well, there, there was one girl named Kim, her name was Kim, and she was a bleach blonde, because one day her hair was almost green, and yeah. she really got a bad bleach blonde, and she would sit there in the front row, she was hot, a little teeny little blonde, and she would dangle her little, you know, shoe from her little, yeah, I just, you know, just, not, yeah, yeah, frost record. Anyway, um, one more bizarre thing, again, um, I just think, I, this is fair and it's legal, but I don't like it. No, sir. The uh, the uh, Cobb County Superior Court clerk is named Connie Taylor, and uh, an investigation showed recently that she has personally pocketed four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars in two years in passport fees above her salary. State law allows superior court clerks who perform passport services to take the fees as personal income. What? She needed, uh, and uh, the expedited, there are also expedited shipping fees. For example, uh, the county passport application process, the county charges a $35 processing fee, which the superior court clerk can keep as income. If the applicant wants also expedited shipping, the fee paid to the county is 2470 along with a $60 fee paid to the State Department for faster processing. So she, this Connie, clerk, uh, Connie Taylor, uh, the cop clerk, said, well, I'm going to give back $84,000 of it because that was expedited fees that I really didn't deserve. Now she decided, no, I think I'll keep that too. <laughs> but the law allows her, she's made $425,000. Where are these jobs? <laughs> county clerk, Superior Court, Cobb County clerk, Connie Taylor. And again, it's not again, she's not breaking the law. I did that but two or three years. She's and not alone. Uh, I think the same thing with uh, the, the probate uh, people, too. Really? I think when you, yeah, absolutely. They're hmm. making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. Huh. Well, and I don't know why that's I don't know. I, I don't mean, know why I, we're I not there. I mean, I, it's legal. <laughs> so who's to say, you know, but still, I think it's a little iffy. Um, I'll tell you what's not iffy. What? My flag from flagco.com. In fact, I was putting it out this morning, wind's blowing, and it, it was funny because uh, flagco.com is uh, one of our uh, longtime sponsors, and, and I got my flag from them and my mounting device and this stuff and all that. I have the white pole with a special silver thing on the top. Um, and, I, and, and uh, in fact, people are noticing, my uh, favorite ex-wife noticed not long ago uh, that I have my Marine Corps flag, my American flag, and then I have a small Marine Corps flag on the same pole beneath the American flag. And my Marine Corps flag, I, I have to replace every season because it 
my flag is in direct western sunlight every day, western exposure every day, all through the uh, summer and everything else. And my flag from flagcode.com, I've had it there, what, two years? It still looks brand new. It is beautiful, red, white, and blue. My Marine Corps flag I have to replace because it gets faded from the sun. But the Flagco flag looks brand new. Now, tis the season here. They got a few special offers for you. And again, by the way, it's not just American flags. Every state flag, every military flag, country flags, mounting devices. They have devices you can mount it on a brick wall if you want to. A lot of, most people can't even figure out how to do that. Uh, but they have a special, uh, a few special things for this holiday Christmas time season. The Starry Night Flagpole Christmas lights. All the customer needs is a 15 to 25 foot flagpole, or they can custom build one for you. But they have cool white, warm white, red, white, and blue multicolored sets. The Starry Night comes in a mini version, including a 10 foot pole they can get for you. Uh, they all, and, and by the way, they're just beautiful. They're just uh, lighting up the sky. The second uh, special deal is a trailer hitch flagpole kit for single or double flagpoles for your trailer hitch. The third <laughs> item, especially right now, whoa, who's that noise over there? Excuse me. <laughs> is that your chair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think you just, well, anyway. uh, you sharded. Ah, uh, the third thing. Not during an ad. The third thing is the 20-foot telescopic pole with wheelbase. Perfect for tailgating. The base slides under a tire. It holds. You can edit that out. Uh, the third thing is a, notice I did an edit there. The yeah, third thing is a 20-foot telescopic pole with wheelbase. Perfect for tailgating. It slides under a tire, weighs it down. When the game's over, it collapses into a little thing. Bing, bang, boom. Ready for the next time. Don't forget, they're looking for warehouse workers. If you're looking for work, here you go. Job opening, warehouse workers at flagcode.com. They have all the goodies and bells and whistles, and I I promise you'll be happy just like I have been since the first day I talked about these guys. Here's a phone number, flagcode.com. 800-962-0956. And on the web, flagco.com. Please tell them the camera sent you. And enjoy in time for Christmas and great gifts, by the way. Have send it to a, somebody you care about that should be flying your flag, and uh, I guarantee yep. you they'll appreciate it. Uh, let's see, let's see a couple things. Oh, I, I, we mentioned that uh, Jerry Lee Lewis died not long ago, and I don't I don't know whether I I knew this and forgot or never knew it, but his widow, the thirteen year old bride, his cousin that he married, Myra, is still not only alive, she's still in the Atlanta area, uh, and there's a, a new feature story about her when they asked her for reaction to uh, of Jerry Lee Lewis uh, passing away and so forth. Myra Lewis Williams was 13 years old, Jerry Lee Lewis, her cousin, was 22, and she's now 78 years old, lives in Gwinnett County, has a real estate office. Uh, she says, I was, I was only 13, but I was the adult in the room. Uh, and she also says, he did not take advantage of me. He surprised me, but I was a more mature person. Jerry was just having fun being a kid, goofing around, throwing bubble gum around all the time. And then she goes on to tell how uh, uh, she did not go to his funeral. He was eulogized in, in uh, Louisiana uh, by televangelist Jimmy Swagger doing the services. Uh, she didn't, did not go because he, his last wife was going to be there. I think it was wife number seven or something. Uh, and she is uh, something that this girl might didn't want anything to do with it. Anyway, uh, well, she said, uh, she, and she, uh, she said, uh, uh, what happened was back in the day, in the, I guess the 50s, uh, uh, a guy, her, uh, uh, let's see, uh, 
uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was living at Myra's house. She says her daddy was a lineman for the gas company, uh, and he just he lost his job. Something bad happened. He went to Louisiana to try to find my cousin Jerry, uh, and Jerry was doing some singing. And he said, "Gee, you ought to get together, do some songs." And he said, "Nah, I don't know about that." He said, "Tell you what, I'll, you can live with me, and uh, and, and although I, I'm most of you singer guys are deadbeats back in that day, I'll make sure that you get to places you're supposed to go. I'll take care of everything. You can live in my house. You'll stay. I'll drive the car. I'll make sure you're going to be where you're supposed to be. Uh, he started having success. Jerry Lewis had a whole lot of shaking going on and great balls of fire became big time challenge. Boom, bomb. Okay. Then uh, Myra says uh, he treated me like a little friendly teenager. He was just being nice. He was saying, hey, you want to go Dairy Queen, get a root beer float. Was never any thought of on her in her mind that he was after her in any kind of romantic way. One day, she says, he invited her out to the car, opened the glove compartment, and showed her a marriage license. And it had her name on it. He had used another woman to go to the court to get the marriage license, pretending she was the girl, his cousin, Myra. She said, I was bum-fuzzled. I was 13, and he was a man. I was a teenager, and I liked attention. A couple days later, he said, let's go see a movie. Instead, he took her in the car and drove to Mississippi and said, we're getting married. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis avoided her father, who was a pistol-packing J.W. Brown, who swore, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam Phillips, the, who is a piano player, a friend of his, uh, talked him out Sam of Phillips it. Sam Phillips is Phillips, the studio The there studio, Memphis, yeah, the studio yeah. guy. Uh, talked him out of it. Uh, and then came Jerry Lewis's ill-fated tour of England with his new 13-year-old bride. And she says, nobody told me not to say anything about anybody when they asked me, you know, yeah, we're married, you married, I'm 13. Mary, and they went, oh my God. And then the whole world exploded. But she said, I didn't, ha nobody said don't say, or, you know, and she didn't know it. She was 13. Uh, they had two kids together. He, they, uh, she divorced him after 13 years of physical and emotional abuse. He was a drug user. It was a kind of bad deal. But she said, up until the time they got, she said, he was just immature. When we got married, uh, I bought our house. I bought the new car, uh, bought a, bre a brand new red Cadillac. I, I would go to the bank with $100,000 in a sack. And if I needed something, I would just give the people the money. And people were saying, how is a 13-year-old girl buy a car where you don't even have a driver's license? She says, when you have cash, you can pretty much buy anything you want. Uh, she divorced him, moved to Atlanta, became a real estate agent, married a fellow named Richard Williams, who is 84 years old and silver-haired, six feet tall. Myra is five feet and a half inch. And by the way, uh, this really, uh, you know, when you think about that, it's bad enough that he married his 13-year-old cousin by just kind of doing it. I mean, he, he, and lying about yeah, it. lying about everything. But look at the picture. She, I mean, this she's a little girl. Let me see. There's a, a picture. You, I mean, she she's, uh, looks like a child. I mean, she's beautiful, but she looks like a little girl. I mean, I, I, that's disgusting. Can you imagine you're married to someone for 13 years, you get divorced, and you're 26? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. I know. But I mean, look at. I mean, she just she looks like she's 10. Well, she kind of goes out the fact, oh, yeah, because this is what they do in Mississippi. He lied yeah. to get this done. Right. They don't do he that. He faked another girl to, yeah. to pretend to be her, which is uh, fairly disgusting. Um, let's see. I was going to, oh, oh, something about, what was I going to say about, uh, I, oh, here we go. No, that wasn't it. I've got a whole Bob Dylan thing, and I don't know why. Uh, something Im uh, impressed me about a Bob Dylan story. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. 
Um, Bob Dylan's love letters, 42 love letters written by Bob Dylan, who then was Robert Zimmerman, have been sold at auction for almost $700,000. He wrote the letters to his teenage sweetheart, Barbara Ann Hewitt, 42 letters, 150 pages handwritten by Robert Zimmerman. Uh, the RR auction sold him for almost $700,000. Uh, he talked about his, uh, his uh, drive for the future. He wrote about preparing for a local talent show. This is back when he was in high school. Uh, shared some short pieces of poetry. Professed his affection for the girl. Uh, has a signed Valentine's Day card that she had kept all these years. And some other uh, handwritten notes. Uh, the girl was born in Hibbing, Minnesota, where he lived in her early teenage years. Was there she met Dylan in high school history class. Their first date was on New Year's Eve in 1957. Uh, they exchanged letters until at least the end of 1959. Uh, and she kept the letters from Dylan in her possession until she died two years ago. And then I guess her family uh, got them. Um, he talked about changing his name, hoping to sell a million records. Uh, let's see, expresses a fact, talk about things in high school like uh, clothing and cars and music. Uh, the da- uh, the girl, woman's daughter found the letters uh, two years ago after the mom died and they were sent to her home and so forth. Uh, and anyway, uh, it was, um, uh, uh, it was, you know, 1957 to 59, almost $700,000 for Bob Dylan. And if you haven't read that, uh, I mean, again, that New Yorker article on Bob Dylan was amazing. really amazing. I had no idea. I mean, I, and I grew up with him. I mean, he was my, you know, he was, he was the first of, the, of, of my generation's folk music guys. Jude, you know, Judy Collins, Joan Baez, Bob Dylan. But Dylan was one of the, was really the early freakoid kind of, you know, Peter, Paul, and Mary and, and uh, Judy Collins are not really, you know, folk artists like Bob Dylan. I mean, Bob Dylan was a whole different genre of music. It changed everything. And I, and I grew up with him, and yet I had, and again, I saw Bob Dylan about 1961 at the Boys Club in New England. Oh, you're going to write this down. Bob, <laughs> I said this the, 10 years ago. I mentioned Bob this Bob Dylan story. I <laughs> <laughs> just keeping track. <laughs> Everybody who's listening now also heard this story nine years ago for the three minutes I talked about it, so I guess I can't say it again. Say it. In New England and, uh, at the Boys Club in the Berkshires, and Bob, uh, uh, it was a Judy Collins Concert or was it Joan, Joan Baez? Baez. Jo- it was either they Joan. Changing ba- the story now. I, I guess it was a Joan Baez. I know it concert. better than you. Uh, you know, Judy Collins. I saw at the folk festival in Newport, Rhode Island, after hitchhiking there with Dave Whittlesey in a straw hat oh, that I took a bite out of. Anyway, uh, he had a guitar on the side of the road, and that's yes, how yes, we got we there. Okay, good. Uh, so uh, uh, Joan Baez, and all of a sudden, in the middle of nowhere, on the side uh, from the left hand side of the right hand side of the stage, stage right, in the dark, walks <laughs> out a guy in farmer overalls, and I think he was barefoot, if I'm not mistaken. And it was Bob Dylan. And he came, he showed up, he played a song, he might have played two songs and walked off, and that was it. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> the damnedest thing. And again, I was like 15 or 14, whatever, and that was my, I saw Bob Dylan in concert hmm. in a little teeny town up in New England. So anyway, I thought that was kind of bizarre. So that was, uh, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> and again, when I saw the picture of, of little Myra when she was 13, oh my God, she just looks 10. 
Lord, that just that's so wrong. Anyway, she, uh, God bless her. Still alive and happy. Married a great guy, and they're together now for many, many years. And uh, that's the way life should be. Should have a, a happy ending. So God bless you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, before, I've got some music and history stuff. Uh, you, uh, something about new holiday food. Have you already... Uh, uh, tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Okay. And how about uh, cover bands? Cover band. If you had to be in L.A., there's a band called Mac Sabbath. <laughs> it's a cover band of Black Sabbath songs, and they dress up as McDonald's characters. I've seen them before live. Grimace, Mayor, <laughs> Mc, Mayor McCheese, uh, Ronald McDonald, and they literally do, and they sound great. They, they dress up like McDonald's characters. Yeah, yeah and they do Black Sabbath. And they do Black Sabbath covers. <laughs> and are, are they a thing? I'm yeah, they're, like, on you, they're on YouTube. Like I saw, uh, wow. When I used to live in West Midtown, there's a place uh, right behind me that... Uh, a music venue, and they played there, and super entertaining. <laughs> Max Sappen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's our mistake. You know, we're, we're trying, you know, see the Venmo sign here? You know, we're hoping that people will go to thekimmershow.net and maybe sign up for Venmo or PayPal or, uh, you know, or the, the uh, Kimmer Media Post Office Box <laughs> 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30009. Uh, and we're trying to get five or ten bucks out of uh, 9% of the people who listen to the podcast where Clark Clerk can make half a million dollars signing passport tickets and they can go and be famous for dressing like McDonald characters and singing black Sabbath songs. God bless America. You know, I mean, what are we doing wrong? Uh, we did something bad. It must be me. It must be me. I sometimes sit there uh, at late at night in bed before I go to sleep. Thing. <laughs> there has got to be a way in this great country of ours that we can chisel money out of people's I, bank accounts. I, honestly, <laughs> I think every night. I think about it every night. How, how I'm doing? going down in flames, and we got to come. We got to find a way out of There's this. There's got to be an idea out there <laughs> that we could run with. Uh, well, I will see. I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> and we're not. Stupid. Stupid. No, no. I How mean, can we not be thinking I of these things? I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I, there's got to be a thing. I mean, I just <laughs> there are there are between the three of us, there there ought to be something. <laughs> I thought idea. this was going to be it. I thought you know having a we are another radio, but well we're on you know uh, like something this like something so simple like this. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Well, something, yeah, yeah, pack me a ball, flounder. I'm going home. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, th- whatever. Uh, and thank you again. You know, every five or ten dollars, I promise you, is two bucks a piece. So that uh, you know, it's not exactly Patreon, card note, but it's, Venmo, uh, PayPal. We appreciate all. We are the, very, the very, very grateful. Um, uh, now I mentioned uh, Bob Dylan, and I also mentioned mm. uh, another uh, personal thing. Uh, Victor Mature is. A, well, you, uh, I'm I, glad I, you asked. Victor, Victor Mature. Mature was a. If you haven't, you don't know who that is. You got to Google. I mean, just the his look, that wavy hair, and the look back in the 40s and 50s. He was something. And, man. Oh, he was a. He was a man. He was. He was kind of the. Uh, uh, it was uh, like who was the uh, the guy who did the uh, oh god Robert Mitchum yeah kind of that old fashioned greasy but kind of Mitchum he acted and like he was in Scrooge he acted to the day he died he yeah. loved it he wanted to do it Victor Mature was one of the laziest human beings that ever really? hit the plate he hated it he only did it because it was easy money he retired at forty seven he said I've made uh, enough money that I can lay around and which says what are you gonna do and he goes I'll find something to do I got plenty of money and I'm gonna uh, lay about for I'm the rest to think of my of life any, of famous movies but he was you know back oh in Samson the and Delilah Benny. oh that's right that's right that's right and he was a good actor yeah. when he wanted yeah. to be yeah so I'm, for some reason <laughs> it came up in some story I was researching I go I remember Victor Mature I wonder what happened to him so I looked him up on Wikipedia and other things, and a couple things stood out. During filming of Samson and Delilah, Mature was frightened by the animals, the mechanical props, the lions, the wind machine, the swords they were using, and even the water he had to be near. Okay. This infuriated the director, Cecil B. DeMille. Oh, my God. Who bellowed through his megaphone at the assembled cast and crew, and I quote... (laughs) I have met a few men in my time. Some have been afraid of heights. Some have been afraid of water. Some have been afraid of fire. Some have been afraid of closed spaces. Some have even been afraid of open spaces or themselves. But in all my 35 years of picture-making experience, Mr. Mature, I have not until now met a man who was 100% yellow. Oh, it gets better. Here is a, here, David Thompson was a critic, and he wrote a book on Victor Mature. Here's how David Thompson, and this is how people used to write. This is amazing. He's describing Victor Mature. Mature is an uninhibited creature of the naive, simple, crude, and heady, like ketchup or treacle. He is a diet scorned by the knowing, but obsessive if succumbed to in error. It is too easy to dismiss Mature, for he surpasses badness. He is a strong man in a land of 100-pound weaklings, an incredible concoction of beefsteak, husky voice, and brilliantine, a barely concealed sexual advertisement for soiled goods. I like that one. <laughs> Remarkably, he is as much himself in the cheerfully meretricious and the pretentiously serious. Such a career has no pattern than a large ham. Oh. It, it slices consistently forever. The more lurid or distasteful the art, the better mature comes across. Oh, I love it. I miss, <laughs> I, I miss, I miss the old... I miss the old literature, but the old mystery. Remember the, uh, the guys who would... Uh, uh, P.G. Woodhouse, the way he would create <coughs> English sentences, still makes me laugh. Uh, as, as, as the gorgeous brunette sashayed across the room, her 
hips whispered a sweet hello. <laughs> Mickey Spillane. <laughs> Stuff like that. Dashiell Hammett. Yeah. Have, you ever yeah. read The Thin Man and some of those old yeah. things? Maltese uh, Falcon. I played a bunch of those the other night with, uh, uh, what's her name, Powell. William Powell. William Powell and, and the girl. Myrna Loy. Myrna Loy, Oh, yeah. God. In fact, every New Year's, <laughs> yeah. one of the, the channels. Thin Man uh, series. TCM, they do all six yeah. of them. Yeah. And this year I'm going to record them if yeah. I remember. On that. Yeah, anyway, they're pretty cool. And, and, and I don't know whether they still have the old shows available like Topper and, and some of those old classics. But Topper anyway. was great. Hey, you ready for Ask the Kimmer? Ask the I didn't know we had such a thing. Yes, I am ready Yes, right it's now. Ask the Kimmer. Ask segment. the Kimmer. Thank you. Kimmer. <laughs> yes. Why can you never trust an atom? An atom? An atom. Oh, they just a- keep splitting apart. <laughs> oh. Because they make up everything. Make up everything. Oh, well, thank you. No, you came close. You tried. Uh, very close. I'll give you that. <laughs> By the way, there's a breaking news. Uh oh. According to this, a cheese factory has exploded in France. Yeah. Debris is everywhere. Debris. Ooh. Well, the river of Nile. <laughs> Denial is not a river in Jordan. You ready for some deep thoughts? I'm ready for very. Uh, this is Mr. Hanley's uh, thoughts or could yours? be. It could be. Could be. It's a young lady. All right. I got these from. All right. If the number two pencil is the most popular pencil in the world. Why is it still number two? Where's number one? <laughs> By the way, is the number one pencil uh, really hard and narrow? I, do they even have a number one pencil? That's what she why said. Do we, why do they start with number two? I don't know. Well, let's find out the information if you're going to bring up a topic like staff. Oh, damn it. Why, it why, why, why number two pencil? What happened to number one? And was there ever a number one? And why did they pick a number two? Because it's got to be the, sing, the size of the lead. You talk about a lucky inventor. He does number one. So, yeah, I don't know about that one. And then the guy runs around and goes, here's number two. Holy cow, stop right there. This is it. This is perfect. What a great meeting. Good meeting. If a pregnant woman goes swimming, is she a human submarine? Oh, well, yeah, have to carry a load down below. It's like the guy saying, <laughs> made fun of the of the of the Double Tree Hotel chain. Boy, it must have been a lot of thought into coming up with a name for that place. Huh? Like, so we have a single tree. Now let's uh, double tree. Yeah, let's stop at Double Tree. Yeah, call it Double Tree. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I saw an English... <laughs> you get names for things, you know? There's a Scottish or Irish comedian last night. He's here in America. He goes, you know how I know you Americans are just too into your dogs? <laughs> Why? He says, about two years ago, my father passed away. Oh, he was about 70-something years old. He passed away. And we're sitting around a few days later, and my mother says to me, should we tell the dog? It was his dog. <laughs> should we tell the dog? And he goes, yeah, I'm should tell Roscoe the dog. So the mother leans down at the table and says, Roscoe, I have bad news to tell you, but your master has died. He's passed away. And that dog got up. It was about 15 year old dog walked over and jumped up in my dad's seat. And later that night died in that chair. This is a comedian telling this story? Yeah. And of course, the the crowd goes, "Oh." oh, and he goes, you guys don't give a shit about my father. <laughs> no, he says, when I said my father had died, you could hear a pin drop in here. But when I said the dog died. <laughs> it's, it's like a comedian saying, you know, there's nothing funny about child molesting. See what I mean? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they do that. that. That's a good one. In 1969, aliens landed on the moon. Oh, they did. 1969 alien. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> to moon people, they were yeah. aliens. <laughs> Does a straw, a straw, yeah, straw, have one hole or two? Two. Two. 
<laughs> I'm looking at Although, it. It looks like one. It's, uh, it's one yeah, opening that goes all the way through, though. So, yeah, great question. All right. If you put a lasagna on top of another lasagna, you still only have one lasagna. That's uh, a big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if tomato is a fruit, does that make ketchup a smoothie? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, if money is the root of all evil, yeah. then why do churches ask for it? <laughs> all right, update on number two pencil. Right, number two uh, pencil. Excellent. According to dictionary.com, early machines that scan and recorded test scores couldn't properly detect marks made by pencils. Well, number one, the softest pencils were prone to smudging. Number two pencil was the perfect balance of softness and hardness. Ah, I thought it was the point tip of skinniness as like a fine point as opposed to a medium point. Well, it depends that on what's wrong. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, that's true. You definitely don't want to be two inches. No, 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 no <laughs> hey, that's what she said. But seriously, um, uh, some birthdays uh, yes. of note, if you don't mind. Uh, Goldie Hawn, 77. Damn. She was so cute on that Saturday. What, what was that? Uh, uh, laughing? Laughing. Yeah. Uh, and her daughter's uh, not uh, too yeah, shabby. I never looking. got her you know, daughter. Oh, she was, I, I thought she was very, Good actress, very cute. but yeah. I just didn't think. Yeah. I just didn't uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, um, Kate? Kate Hudson. 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 Yeah. Or is she, that? But she's like she went non-binary yeah. with one of her daughters. Like yeah, she's gonna yeah. Ruin. Let her. Yeah, it's isn't she in the new neutral? movie with Daniel uh, Craig where he plays the southern? Yes. You never saw Knives Out. You would no. love Knives Out. And he's got a sequel now where he's another. He's solving really? another crime. And I think she's in the movie. I'll Kate have to check that out. Uh, Michael Strahan is 51 today. He has the record for the NFL in sacks since 2001, 22 and a half sacks that year. But Brett Favre, remember the last one, Brett Favre just laid down in front of him and he yeah. counted it as a sack and that set the yeah, record. Cool. And I don't know whether Brett Favre knew he was going down and said, ah, screw it and just, you know, you know, stop fighting or whether he was trying to get him. The th be I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like whether you would, whether somebody threw a, 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 a batting practice fastball to Hank Aaron to hit it over Al the Al Downing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen, me likey, 37 from her song Call Me. Her song Call Me Maybe has had 1.4 billion views. I don't know it. Uh, call Me Maybe. Uh, she's very, very cute, very cute girl. I saw her throw out the first pitch at a baseball game once. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, Marlo Thomas, that girl, 85. I'll always remember where I was, Flounder, when... Kimber told his amazing Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> How could you forget? Well, she was so cute because she's kind of skipped. Like she threw it like a girl, and I thought it's so cute that she looked like oh, a little cute girl, and amazing. I wanted to kiss her on the mouth. Uh, Juliet Mills, yes. Manny and the Professor, 81. Haley's sister. Wasn't she? Yeah, I think so. They were twins. I think, yes, I believe. I believe. Uh, no, Haley Mills. No, Haley Mills is the daughter. Uh, Haley Mills was the little girl who played the twins in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. Juliet's her sister, isn't she? No. Okay. Right. No, I don't. I think don't so. know. I don't know. We should. We could look that up somewhere. Staff. Uh, this uh, guy Bjork. <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's a, a woman. Is that a woman? It's a cute little Icelandish. I met her once. And she's, oh, it dresses like a swan she looks like a She looks like a little fairy walking around. Is that what it is? That's what she, she's so small and teeny. She's 57. And she's, is that a singer? I, I, don't, oh, I know yeah, the she's name. she's a singer. But, yeah, she I, does I, human... I uh, was what, what's that song, that big hit she had? Human... I've got it on my phone. So. Oh, I know. I remember Who's it? What's the name? Bjork. Oh, human... Uh, human... Yeah, I remember that. I've heard it. 
I don't I know why I was got right. confused. Um, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Oh yeah, good play. Basketball seventy eight today. Human behavior. Human behavior. Good song. Human behavior. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. fifty three today. Troy Aikman, fifty six today. Uh, Nicola Sheridan's 59, uh, for the record. Uh, a couple of music things. Uh, 2003, Freakoid record producer Phil Spector was formally charged with murder after shooting a B-movie actress named Lana Clarkson in the face at his mansion. He said, no, no, I, 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 was I don't know what happened. Uh, she's, uh, she's, I uh, was, really wasn't there. <laughs> uh, there been, been a, there's a series now on HBO about, about Spector. Al Pacino. Yeah. Uh, 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 he did The Wall of Sound. Uh, he was, uh, he was uh, not convicted in the first trial, had a second trial, was convicted, and died last year. In prison. Uh, in prison. 1990, on this day, Mick Jagger and Jerry Hall got married in Bali. Uh, nine years later, a judge ruled, no, you're not married. <laughs> 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 that ceremony for six hours was never actually registered. Uh, and, and, you know, I perf- I've performed three wedding ceremonies, including one to a very good golfing buddy of mine, uh, uh, Big Huge Dave and his lovely bride, Chrissy. Uh, and after this... <laughs> After the ceremony, uh, Big Dave and I are talking. We're going. He said, "He said, we're we're not really married, are we?" <laughs> I said, "No, no, I signed it. I signed it. You got to turn it in now. Whether it's they true, accepted it, whether you accepted it, I don't know. If the judge put it in the records, I don't know. But I signed a piece of paper. <laughs> it used to be in George because when I looked up when I did my one that I did, they're still together. Thank yeah. God. Uh, knock on wood. Oh, they're still uh, together. Who, Davey? Yeah. Uh, I looked it up, and if you think that the person marrying you can marry you, yeah. you're married. Well, uh, when I, with my uh, final wife, before we got married, uh, went to uh, do our taxes, and uh, Mr. Gold, his name was Mr. Gold, little teeny fellow at uh, H&R Block, back before we it was going No, on. Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and he said... Uh, he said, are you married? He said, no, we're engaged. And he said, I now pronounce you man and wife. You're now married. And because he said you were married, we filed married. Wow. Wow. And it was legal. If you say you're married, common law married. And again, that's why I was able to perform three wedding ceremonies because the state of Georgia said, according to the secretary, I actually called the secretary yeah. of state's office and he said, if your church says you're a minister, you're a minister yeah. and Georgia can't say you're not. It's now they've changed it since then. So uh, a common law marriage, I think, has a different set of circumstances. But again, uh, when I did it, it was perfectly legal. Um, uh, 1980, speaking of music, Don Henley was arrested after a 16-year-old girl was discovered at his Los Angeles home suffering from a drug overdose. Uh, she was naked at the time. <coughs> uh, Mr. Henley got a $2,000 fine and two years probation. And he went to a drug rehab thing, but uh, that was a little... How iffy. Led Zeppelin isn't in prison, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> or most of them, for God's sakes. Uh, 1980, America ratings soar as millions of viewers tune in to CBS to see the season premiere of Dallas to find out no, who shot J.R. It was Kristen, played by Mary Crosby. Don't, don't break in with the score, because I don't want to know. I'm recording it. Okay. I knew you had that look. I, I, I don't know. I'm recording the U.S. Wells game, because I don't want to know, oh, so I'm going to watch it. Oh, my. It's going to be nothing to nothing. What are you talking about? There's no score. They never score. Oh, they're going to do a bicycle kick. Oh, you made Oh, damn. It's a plucky uh, country with its own flag and <laughs> soccer team, but enough about the USA. <laughs> Soccer. Uh, 1980, fire breaks out at the MGM Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. The smoke and fire killed 81 people, hurt 800 more in the panic. 
1974, Congress passed the Freedom of Information Act, allowing for release of government documents. It strengthened the Privacy Act of 1974, passed after the Nixon-Watergate scandal. President Ford wanted to sign the bill, Freedom of Information Bill, but he was persuaded to veto it. His chief of staff, Donald Rumsfeld, and Deputy Dick Cheney. Both dicks. Said, don't sign it. He vetoed it, but it was passed over Good. his veto. Good. Uh, in 1974, yep. Uh, but again, those two names. Those two dicks. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, 1986, National Security Advisor and Marine Colonel Oliver North and his magnificent Secretary Fawn Hall yeah. uh, start shredding documents that would expose <laughs> arms sales to Iran with the funds diverted Oops. to help the Nicaraguan rebels. Good. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, for what Democrats are doing these days, yeah. it means justifying the ends is nothing. Compared to them, you know, I mean, my God. I didn't care he did it. I, I, didn't, I didn't like him lying either. to Congress yeah, about it. Yeah, that was it. bad. Covering up is always almost worse yeah. than... The, the, if you admit it and say, my God, I, uh, what was I thinking? Because that's lying to us, Yeah, that's basically. right. That's right. Uh, and we we would take it. I mean, we would, you know, uh, let us let us react, accept or reject, but let us have it, and then it's done. You know, then it's over. Then you don't have a residual effects. Um, how times have changed. 1995... The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed for the first time above 5,000. I remember that. I remember the first time it went over 1,000. Yeah. I remember when gasoline, I remember asking a guy in the 70s, in the 1970s, asking a friend of mine at Shell Oil Company on the, on the anchor set doing a newscast uh, in 1974, 5, whatever, and saying, uh, do you really think one day we're going to have uh, gasoline that's over a dollar a gallon? <laughs> Oh, so you got two and one today. The gas oh, over I did a dollar have a story two. and the uh, Well, I had to mention, you know, times change. Uh, 1877, Thomas Edison invented what he called the talking machine, a phonograph, accidentally invented it while trying to come up with a system of needles that would take a spinning motion for his famous experiments, blinding baby seals. Uh, his first recording was Mary Had a Little Lamb, and uh, he wrote it like this. Mary had a little lamb, her father shot it dead, now it goes to school with her between two chunks of bread. <laughs> Mary had a little skirt with slits right up the sides, and every time that Mary walked, the boys could see her thighs. Mary had another skirt with split right up the front, but she didn't wear that one very often. Mary had a little lamb, and it was always grunting. <laughs> There are a lot of different versions. I, so I no sense in doing all. We don't have the time. If we had time, we could give you, a, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a choice for both of you. Blue door. You go back in time and fix all your mistakes. All right. Red door. Ten million dollars. Red door. Red door. I have 10 million, I can no, fix all no, my mistakes. No, 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 well, no. I go back in time. About? I go back in time to when I'm a kid, and I keep an eye on the stock of when Microsoft hits the market, well, when Apple, and I'm going to have more than 10, I'm going to fix all my mistakes, and I'm going to have more than $10 million well, dollars before this is over. That's not a mistake. That's knowledge that you didn't have before. A mistake is no. like if you, you know, you got divorced or you Yeah, that's uh, a, you what you're talking about is a time machine where you yeah. can go back. That's and, what it is. That's what I said. You go back in time. To fix your mistakes. And once you're back there, let's put a, a couple bets See, on the World Series not, here. Mistake is not because you just go, you, and you, you literally just said, hey, while you're back there, why don't we just do this? Yeah, no, why, why not? What are you, name your biggest mistake from when you were a kid. <laughs> 
old kid. Okay. Well, yeah, but go back in time and fix your mistakes as a young adult. From a biggest mistake. I didn't have any major mistakes as a kid. Okay, well. But I, I know major mistakes. Uh, uh, getting alcohol poisoning on the flight up to Boston uh, in 97. Right. That was probably a mistake for uh, what happened afterwards. Well. Uh, let's see. We won't get into it. I think it. you could fix a lot of apologies <laughs> with $10 million. I think you could say, here, here's 500000 I'm sorry for the time I lied to you about uh, you know, wrecking guy your car wrote, or whatever. One guy wrote this. He goes, I take the $10 million because I probably could just go back and screw up, fix them my mistakes. Yeah, what's the difference? Who are you trying to kid, you know? <laughs> All right. American workers are earning. How much do you think American workers are earning now than more than they did in the 70s adjusted for inflation? Uh, Percentage-wise? or uh, No, no. How, many, how much money? We're talking uh, the average worker making what, what, what you talking about, average worker salary today. Yeah, American to? workers. How much are you making more now than in the 70s adjusted for inflation? I'll bet you're not making any more. Less. 12 cents. Yeah. We're making 12 cents more than we did in the 70s. Yeah. And Let's, again, uh, uh, well, uh, now what would be would, would that be the same two years ago? Before Biden took oh, no, office? Hell no. No. Uh, but no. I, I, I remember in 1974 or 5, uh, we bought a four-bedroom house in a cul-de-sac in a nice neighborhood for $43,000. Sold it two years later for ninety. Yeah. And that's how you. That's how we started going in to get a bigger house and with the thing. But again, uh, in the mid '70s, a four-bedroom house and a cul-de-sac. And interest rates were high then. I, I was paying seven percent interest for the yeah, mortgage under uh, yeah. Carter. But because up. it was assumable, and in fact, here that's a, that was it was an assumable mortgage, and because the mortgages then went nuts. I had I sold our house in two days yeah. uh, for the yeah. second person who walked in because my mortgage was assumable, which means they didn't have to pay the 12% under Carter that it went to yeah. or whatever. I, I don't know if you saw the video in Brazil. A man who no. identified as a trans woman took his penis out in front of a young girl in the women's bathroom. The video shows two mothers of the children beating the <laughs> fuck out of him, dragging him out of the building and beating him on the street. <laughs> Good, you should have killed him. It's one of the best videos you will ever watch. As it should be. Brazilian? Brazilian. Yeah, you don't mess around with Spanish put up, put up. chicks, man. Is South American They're not Spanish, and, they're uh, Portu well, Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah, well, I mean, whatever. You don't, you know, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't cotton to that it's kind of like stuff. like a hundred million people there. But, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever, you know. Portugal, Brazil, what's the difference? You don't mess with them. All right, we got some scores in. <laughs> scores. I uh, got some scores in from the four, uh, World Cup. <laughs> right. The beer-swilling poncho posers <laughs> of Ecuador <laughs> shut out the cutter queer tossers 2-0. <laughs> and the boy-rogering British team <laughs> spanked the Iranian soon-to-be-overthrown curd killers 6-2. to two. <laughs> The boy-buggers? <laughs> Boy-rogerers. Boy <laughs> They'll be boy-buggers by tomorrow. Yeah, now, what's your over and under on how many riots there will be? Not in Cutter. Happens? Not in Cutter. They'll kill them. You em. think anything will happen? They will kill you in Cutter. No, nothing's going to happen there. Uh, and, and what's the deal on the Iranians apparently did not sing their own national anthem I, when it played? And, and well, so they're mad. They're testing. They're, they're in the middle of a revolution that's not being followed by our mainstream like we media. Know. Yeah, we don't know anything about we're more, it. We're more right. concerned about Biden, the World Cup. Biden is trying to cut a deal with them like Obama yeah. did. So our media is trying to pop yeah. him and prop the Iranians yeah, up. Go back to the nuclear deal, which will, I believe, and us some in of the, Ma Macron, and I hate Macron in France, but at least he had the oh, balls. He's a little punk. Well, over the weekend, he came out and said there's a revolution going on there. Which uh, usually well, you don't say. Yeah. 
Yeah. So well, maybe he's got more. Well, he's got more balls than our guy does. All right, bad text theater. Bad text. Bad text. Bad text theater. All right, here we go. <laughs> there we go. Have you had time to pick one out here? The one yeah, that's uh, the next one? Or is that so go to where you sent me the send, spend, split Venmo. Wait a minute. We got the... Okay, it's right beneath it. Right beneath it, right? The, the genie. Yes. All right, it's a genie and a boy. The genie and a boy. I'll be the, uh, I'll be the boy. The genie All and right. a boy. There we go. <laughs> All right. I don't, this is kind of a visual. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to do the one below it? That's also a genie one. Well, let's do both. Let's do the genie first one. The All first, right. first one. Let's do the first one, then we'll do the second one. All right. Here we go. All right. Who's the, I'm the genie. Yep. What is your final wish? I wish I were you. Weird, but all right. <laughs> I, oh, wish I, I wish I were I you. Were you. <laughs> <laughs> the letter I. Letter. Hey, the genie's now a genie. Yeah, I, I get it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. One more. It's a genie. It's a genie and me. So are you genie no, or are you me? Right. Uh, I'll be me again. All right. All right. <laughs> I shall grant you three wishes. I wish for a world without lawyers. Done. You have no more wishes. But you said I had three. Sue me. <laughs> so sue me. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> All right, boys. And again, we'll be here tomorrow live on Facebook and YouTube, but we'll uh, post it either late Tuesday or Wednesday for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, excellent. Uh, and again, uh, thank you. God bless you uh, around the world. And I'll post some, uh, I'm not going to the stable today, but I'll post some videos that I got over the weekend. And, and so everything will be fine. And uh, thank you. God bless America. <laughs> Almost like I've been practicing. Uh, Oorah, Semper Fi, I gotta go, you're killing me. Look out, her and who? The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Tattletail sound and a wave broke over the railing. And every man knew as the captain did too, twas the witch of November come stealing. The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait when the gales of November came slashing. When afternoon came, it was freezing rain. In the face of a hurricane west wind 
time came, the old cook came on deck saying, fellas, it's too rough to feed you. At 7 p.m. a main hatchway gave in, he said, fellas, it's been good to know you. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good ship and crew was in peril. Later that night when his lights went out of sight Came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald Does anyone know where the love of God goes When the waves turn the minutes to hours The searchers all say they'd have made Whitefish Bay If they'd put 15 more miles behind her They might have split up or they might have capsized They may have broke deep and took water all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. Lake Huron Roll Superior sings in the rooms of her ice water mansion. Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen And farther below Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her The iron boats go as the mariners all know With the gales of November remembered
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 